Anyway, the whole thing with Mesut Ozil again is... <laughs> we just bring in Mesut Ozil. Well, because he's claiming he's going to pay for Gunnar Soros' <laughs> wages. This is a... I mean, this is a joke. What a farce. And you know what the This should thing never is? have gone didn't on social ask, media. Didn't they ask him to give, give some money for, like, a cause? Yeah, like, well, and he said, yeah, and he said no, didn't he? They said for COVID, for COVID uh, something. No, it was for pay cuts. The whole team took pay cuts to try to keep people, and he didn't take his pay cut. But then he and now he wants to pay Gunnar Soros. <laughs> and that's the problem. And everyone's like, man, what a guy, what a guy. Okay, that's fine. And if you want to do that, that is nice of you to give Gunnar Soros money. <laughs> but, my, but I'm pissed off because all this guy had to do was tell the club, hey, man, I will pay some of my salary, not make his own PR, and then the club gets thrown under the and that's what caused this mayhem. On today's footy corner, Ole is drunk behind the wheel and has crashed into a ditch with his fridge of a player in the trunk while Ed Woodward sits on his hands again at the transfer deadline. The champs are shocked at Villa in a football manager simulation gone wrong. West Ham win another with Moyes resting at home with COVID. And City are held to a draw against Bielsa Ball's leads. Along with the typical comments, nonce of the week, transfer corner, gambling corner, and fantasy corner. Next. And we are back on the footy corner. All right, how's everything going? Everything's good. Um, yeah, everything's going good. I always hesitate before I, I speak because I always want to think of what's happened the past week of my life, and absolutely nothing has happened. Mate, haven't you, with school, anything, everything good with that? Yeah, nothing Exam, Nothing with, okay. Yeah. Do you guys have a break next week? A lot of people have a break next week. Why? Uh, well, so we have October break that we generally throw in, but a lot of people still celebrate Columbus Day. Which is a hot, hot, uh, no, I mean, hot I, seat Columbus Day. It's wild. Okay. I mean, it should be celebrated. So, right? Uh, Why not? Anyway, I mean, it, it, we have October break, so you guys don't have any break? I don't think so. All right. Yeah. Um, outside of that, sports not good for Chicago. actually all your teams, Chicago teams in general. Both baseball teams are out. We were so excited on last week's episode. Or yeah. wait, were they already out by then? Um, <laughs> it might have. I think the Sox, the Sox were out. The Cubs got eliminated the day after. The day after, um, all my friends' baseball teams that I talked to in a group went one and eight combined. Oh wow! Three of them got swept. Uh, yeah, not not great on that front. That's and then the, the Bears s- dropped a stinker yesterday. S- well, I mean, they're due for a loss. I mean, their this offense team no was right tragic. Yeah, yeah, not much really going on. I'm trying to think. Just been kind of on my workout run, but randomly took two days off. I don't know why. I actually ran today, of all things. Yeah, I finally got time to do something other than school. So, oh, wow. But that stuff's going... I, I feel like I'm starting to get it a little better, and mm-hmm. I'm not... You know, I'm working more efficient, not as late, so... Yeah, I don't know. Not too much. It's crazy. Honestly. It's been kind of a dead week for me. How about you? Yeah. Uh, well, no, the not dead. I, I've been I've, I've been busy as hell, but, but again, like, it's moved, and then tomorrow I feel comfortable. Usually on Wednesday, I'm just like, oh, shit, I got to catch up. I don't have to catch up to anything. Just do work. Today, I submitted my, my vote. Yeah, you did vote. I voted. Yeah. You don't have to share what you, who you voted for no, or what you I'm did, not, but um, how did it go? What was your take on the ballot? It was wild. <laughs> a lot of names I didn't, I didn't know who the fuck they were. I knew well, Dick Durbin. What, you got to look them up. Richard Durbin. Shout out Dick. Shout out Dick Holla. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's about it. Them and, like, obviously the two presidents. I didn't know anyone else. 
Apparently there was like six candidates. Well, you just look it up. You just look it up. And, yeah. Well, not well, the president. Well, no, that's but, what I but meant. But the other ones, you got to look them up because you can't just blindly vote. That's way too much work. So you just blindly voted for people? A little people? bit, yeah. <laughs> did you, how, now, did you base it off their names or what? A lot of it names. See, this is what we. This, this is why people get elected in <laughs> oh. positions. Well, you got to have a cool name. Some guys had nicknames, like <laughs> in parentheses was like Chuck, like <laughs> Buzz. So I was a big nickname guy. <laughs> You know, of course. Uh, um, but as far as like, I think the two main things that we should vote for, I knew what I wanted as well as the law. So, yeah, um, I like to think that. And then for the Senate or like, you know, the seats, not yeah. the Senate, the seats. I just said, yeah, y'all can stay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why would we kick anyone you, out? You had no issues with how some of these people have been running things. Who I don't know who they are, what they do. <laughs> like, so you've allowed them are to they stay. meant to be there forever once they're elected? Uh, Unless like one of them comes out as like a neo Nazi, I don't know what. <laughs> well, that's the thing. What if they did and you you voted to keep them? <laughs> I mean, I would know if one of them's a neo Nazi. Uh, I probably. Well, I mean, yeah, but anyway, I guess um, that's that's all. I, that's about it. Yeah, how about you? Well, let's go to someone. Well, I, our, my ballot is sitting in the quarantine pile, and I think it is just about quarantined. May, <clears throat> Take it out of its envelope. All right. So uh, Trump has COVID. Yeah. Um, he does. I'm going to ask you the question. Oh, my God. Do you think coronavirus is as bad as we thought it was? It is. I think so. Yeah. You think it's... it's I mean, it's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. It's bad. You know, you don't know what long-term effects it has. I mean, that's that's what scares me the most. If I get it, I'm not worried that I'm going to die on the spot, but I'm worried about, well, in 20 years, are my lungs going to get fucked up or what? You know, like that's what I worry about. Huh. Or people I, yeah. I know that would get it. I would worry about their future health. I'm like, does it have an effect? Or it's just wild because here we Does have- it end up being like, a, you know, hey, we got a vaccine for it. We figured it out. Yeah. It doesn't Well, at first effects. I was kind of like that and now... I see how much it's, it, you know, as much as I hate see, saying it's politicized, it is politicized in my opinion. Absolutely. I think you have one side that acts um, like it's, it's you know, death, which it, it has caused death. Don't get me a wrong. A lot. But a lot of things Many. cause death in life. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you have another side that literally is saying it's like a mosquito bite. And I think there's a middle ground. Oh, of course. That's where I stand with it. Right. Um, but... You know, I don't know. I'm just waiting for a cure because this all sucks right now, dude. But when you don't know something, what do you do? You take the, the you take the most uh, cautious route. Sometimes, yeah. When you don't know about something, generally yeah. you want to do that, right? Like, let's say, like yes, like tomorrow you walk into a park and there's an animal you've never seen in your life. It's like a crossbreed of an alligator, a dinosaur, and a bird. An alligator is like, a dinosaur. Okay, so it's a it's a it's a it's an alligator with wings. And but it has a fluffy. If an alligator but had it, wings, but it has a we'd fluffy tail. Fuck. But it has a fluffy tail and it has dog legs I don't give and a prances shit. If around. I see an alligator. But my point is, you don't know what it does. So are you gonna walk by it or are you just gonna like get the? What is it? An alligator that identifies as something else? I don't know. <laughs> what it is twenty twenty. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Um, my point is, you'd probably heed caution because you don't know what that thing does. No. Yeah. Yeah. So again, until and then we're finding out. That's the thing. We're finding out. Well, with that said, shall we bounce into yeah, someone that we think many United fans are not voting for? Yeah. That would be our boy on the pod. Fan of the pod, maybe. Olay. Yeah, Olay. <laughs> like, Gunnar Solskjaer's had a really rough week, um, as has Ed Woodward. Let's first talk as about the match. As has Jurgen Klopp, but we'll talk about we'll that. We'll talk about that. Let's first talk about the match. Manchester United 1, Tottenham Hotspurs 6, 
And would you believe if I told you United Penchester won a penalty 34 seconds of the match. Bruno scores. They're up one nothing. Everything's going to be clear. Nope. Son has a brace. Kane has a brace. Aria even scored, and so did your boy Encondembele. Yep. Getting a goal. All uh, four of them after a Martial red card. And that's the first thing I want to talk to you about. Tony Martial, your boy. My boy, Gets yeah. a red card in the 28th minute after what looks like Lamella elbows him in the throat, and then he just does a little mini slap right back, and then Lamella falls. What are your thoughts on what happened? I'm just curious. Um, So, I think... Every party in that was idiotic. So, yeah. I think Lamella was just, I mean, that's just, you know, that was kind of stupid to do. But but then again, you know, when you're trying to make moves, I mean, that's kind of stuff is kind of a little bit expected. Um, but I think his reaction was just, <laughs> was terrible. And then what really shocked me is, sure, they go to VAR, but there's no way in hell you can convince me that Martial deserved a red. And if, okay, so if you did think Martial deserved a red, then surely Lamella gets a red too, right? Yeah. So that's that's why yeah. I'm saying everyone fucked up on that, including VAR, including Anthony Taylor, who sent off a fellow Anthony. So <laughs> that's wild. And, I, you know, it, unfortunately, in my opinion, it ruined the game. You know, you send someone off that early in the game. I mean, it was, it was still, it was 2-1. It was still a game, mm-hmm. and obviously after that, the floodgates opened because I guess United doesn't know how to handle a man down. A lot of teams don't, but they, I guess, specialize in it. But, yeah, unfortunately, I think that play ruined the game. So, Well, Brian wrote, uh, and I want you to see, I want you to respond to this. Brian says, if Martial falls down grabbing his head after Lamella elbows him instead of retaliating with a slap to the face, yeah. does Lamella get the red card instead? To which Nikhil says, no, it wasn't to the face. It would be a yellow at max. Marcel was announced to retaliate with aforementioned slap to face. Hmm. So uh, I will say this on my end of it. <clears throat> I think I haven't seen the Tottenham documentary, but I've seen clips. And I believe in it at some point. Now, excuse it. Excuse me. We, I do have an E by the name of our podcast. So we will say some crazy things. Jose Mourinho told them to be cunts, basically. And mm-hmm. I, Eric Lamella, to the highest degree of shithousery, did exactly that, right? Yeah. And he lured Martial into doing what he did. Now, if I'm Anthony Taylor and I can see the entire thing, I would say, all I would do, honestly, from what I saw there, I would just give a talking. It's the fourth, no, sorry, it's the 28th minute. I would just talk to them. It's 2-1. Like, hey, guys, cut the shit. Or at worst, give a yellow card to both. I'm not giving a red card for this. There's this no bananas. and there's no way you can punish one guy and not the other. That's Correct. what I don't understand. Yes. I'd be fuming if I was Ole. Right. I had that whole thing and I'd be asking questions like, "Look, if you looked at that because the VAR confirmed it, right? Yeah. If VAR confirmed it, then surely they saw what Lamella did. Yeah. So how is uh, an elbow to the throat equal to like a yeah, a small slap to the face. <laughs> Wasn't right? even right. It was a little nick. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, what covered it up was the goals six. Uh, before we get into all of that stuff, let's talk about this shambolic. I mean, and I and I think you know, there's other games that had a lot of goals in them, but I think <laughs> this is the single most, single worst defensive display I've ever seen in my life. And that's even before 
they were a man down. Harry Maguire, and I know people like to get on his case because he had that high price tag, but good luck. I mean, that goal that Ndombele scores early, Harry Maguire heads it back into his box, takes down his own man, Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw, who's about to clear the ball, and then they score, and on top of it, he I mean, he got megged later on in the game. I mean, he stinks. Luke Shaw was terrible. And, you know, I was talking about, hey, put Eric Bailly next to um, Harry, Maguire. Harry Maguire. Eric Bailly looked really bad, too. But, you know, I, don't, I mean, God, what does Ole do with this defense? Um, so, <laughs> Do you, you even know, have an answer? I don't have an answer, but I think it's how they set up. Because um, the red card came to Marshall, who plays striker. So as much as I want to say they were a man down, they were a man down on offense. Martial is not someone that should be tracking fully back Correct. all the time. So still had your main guys back there. And I'm one that said I thought United would finish top four, and I think I said because I think they have a good defense this year. And you said the opposite. You 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 said you think Harry Maguire is a waste man pretty much, and <laughs> and you said there are questions with Shaw. Yeah. Um, I think you actually mentioned – yeah, you you did say put Bailly in. I did. I did say uh, that part. That was a bit but wrong. I think we both agree Juan Bissaka is good. Yeah, he's okay. decent. He didn't have a great game, but, I mean, he didn't – Traditionally, he's good. He's decent, yeah. So I'll say this. I think this game really highlighted Harry Maguire is not that great. Uh, he's good in the air. <laughs> right. But everything else is a little bit shocking. So if you're Olay, who are you starting next game? You have no one better than these two. Do I you? Mean, surely do you put what? Do you do? Yeah. Or do you put one of your, like, they don't even have a defensive mid they could put back there. Here's do you put my, Fred in center back? No, no, no. Is Fred going to do better? Or Get McTominay? Zambala. Twins, Yeah. <laughs> Toon Zambala so, and, and actually um, Who's that one fuck um, Who's that No Have Scott McTominay Scott McTominay Play center back Yeah and, and you know what Tottenham's done it with Dyer You guys did it with Fabinho A couple times um, Get McTominay back there See what happens Yeah I mean let's see Let's see what Ole does He has two would weeks you, to Would you put McTominay Instead of Bayer or McGuire Oh I think McGuire's a disaster He might but need But he's a- your captain <laughs> Oh god you know, you know what's funny? People gave so much shit to David Luiz. This guy has been so much worse than David Luiz. And the errors are... You oh. know, it's weird because Harry Maguire, you can argue, has a little bit more of a spotlight being on United because they're a little bit better than, than Arsenal. And in my opinion, United have the biggest fan base in the world in the Premier League. So you'd think his shit would be a little bit more highlighted, but... Yeah. Hey. Who knows? I don't know. But... I will say this. Uh, Ole's got a couple weeks. Figure it out. Let's see what he throws out there in two weeks. I, You know, granted, I'm not a mastermind of any, of any sorts, but I think this comes down to scheme. Uh, well, you're laughing, but like th- with that lineup, you shouldn't be giving up six goals, even a man down, right? Well, that's because they're terrible. Because Matic is traditionally a really good CDM. And then Wambasaka, and as much Matic as Matic is also 90 years old. I think there had to have been something wrong in the formation. And, uh, yeah, Luke Shaw needs to go. Like, Luke Shaw should, has no business well, starting. They did pick up Alex Tellish, which we'll get to Look, later. Look, I think the Andrew Shaw... Uh, it's not Andrew Shaw. <laughs> Luke Shaw. Andrew Shaw's in the box. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Luke Shaw story is bananas. Because remember how good he was at Southampton? Yeah, and well, he literally just—he shaved his head and he sucks now. He made the move to United, discovered Dunkin' Donuts in the UK, whatever the equivalent is. Do they have Tim Hortons? And uh, I don't know. We'll I don't know someone. what it is, but that man just got a little bit big, yeah. shaved his head, and said, "Fuck it, I'm done." Well, maybe he's <laughs> in the wild. But you know, 
we'll we'll see what Ole does. It's it, yeah, it's bananas. But let's move on to Spurs. I want to talk a little bit about them before Who's we move on. Who's Maguire? Right now, Maguire. Wow. Right now, Maguire just took his own man down. Um, let's talk. About, I just because we, you know, I don't want to talk too much about Manchester United. We'll get to them next week when we have the panel Are on. We talk about Spurs. I do want to talk about Spurs a little bit. I want to say Kane has now had nine involvements. Three goals and six assists. <laughs> That's a wild stuff. I don't know is, why it's a bit of a wild Which is step. the most in an opening four-game stretch since Thierry Henry. What's considered an involvement? A goal and a goal assist? A goal and an assist. Basically, like hockey, it's a point. Okay. Well, no, hockey has a third assist. Yeah, but I mean, if you get a goal or assist, it's a point. So yeah. an involvement is essentially what we call a hockey point. But Kane has been nine in nine involvements in four matches, which, is, again, is the most since Thierry Henry in 0405. Um, Son, you know, being on the end of a lot of that. Jose Mourinho's side, it's their largest win margin against a former club since which manager beat his former club 5-0, um, and I didn't write when. Brendan Rodgers on Swansea. Yep, Brendan Rodgers on Swansea. I knew you'd get that one. That's why I asked you. Um, so my question is this, just simple. Is Tottenham actually good? Are they good? <laughs> or was this United being god-awful? You know, I think, I think uh, Jose had, um, I think he knows how to play this United team. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, being the manager at one point, I think he knows these guys as weak points, so I think he has an advantage there. Okay, I think he was able, and obviously that Lamella thing improved. I, do I think they're six one good? No, but are they better than I thought? Yeah, I still think they need a number ten. I don't know how they were able to create. I guess I didn't watch this game too much, as much as I should have, unfortunately. Um, but hey, I guess Pierre Emerick Hoiberg worked out. Where, what do you mean? Where did he... Where? He was slap dab in the middle, apparently. He's number five right there. No. Okay, yeah. Well, the thing about them is... Sissoko uh, is back. Sissoko pinches in a lot. Now, they're going to have Gareth Bale coming back, too. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it comes on. I think they're a little better than we thought. They're a little better than we shouted them out to be earlier in the year. Uh, and so we'll see what happens. It looks like Eric Dyer at center back has been working out decently but, for now. I mean, you can't really look at this game as a good measurement of, right. their, of their defense. I mean, I still want to see Regulon, you know, how he is against a real team. Well, that's what I'm asking. Strength, so do you think so. they're good then? Or we'll see. Still well, verdict still out. Still verdict is out. Because okay. I think this might have been a dud game. All right. So, uh, yeah. With that but said, credit. Got to give him credit. Let's move on to, uh, you know, I know you don't want to talk about this game a lot. Uh, but, I, you know, I've I've... Stood up when Arsenal's gotten their dicks kicked in a lot lately. Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2. Wild uh, score, I thought. Uh, Ollie Watkins with a hat trick. Jack Grealish <laughs> with a brace. Barkley with a goal. McGinn with a goal. Salah answers with his own brace on the other end. This is the first time Liverpool's conceded seven goals since 1963. Also a 7-2 defeat uh, to Spurs. And they're the first defending champ to give up seven since September of 1953. I'd like to tell you, welcome to the club. That was Arsenal against Sunderland. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did that for you guys before. Uh, what's your take on this? I just, I'm just curious to know, overall, um, you know, what, what was your take? And before you do, actually, there was a little back and forth on the Twitter. Did you see the feed? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, actually, let's do this. Um, how do you respond to Jeff Paris? Did you hear about what he said? No. So uh, Jeff Paris said, hey, he actually tagged Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve said, of all the weeks, this may not be the week for you to send anything. Jeff said, City lose their two best scores. Ty leads. Liverpool lose their second best scorer, uh, 7-2 against Villa. Then Steve mentioned all the losses that you had. So I, I wanted to mention that to see if that had an impact. What do you think? on? They lost their keeper, captain, one of their best strikers, world-class midfielder. 
uh, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, I'll end their conversation there because they went on for a while. What is your take on what happened? Um, this loss didn't affect me. I, not, it didn't get, like, I wasn't mad about it. I don't know if, like, you could tell when we were texting, but I just wasn't too disappointed because we were missing four starters. And <clears throat> I think based on last year, people saw how important Allison was. Uh, when you're missing your uh, your goalie, and I don't think he's just a normal goalie. I think he's, you know, a world-class goalie. And obviously the captain. I've mentioned several times how important Henderson is. Tiago was missing. Sadio Mon- I mean, it's just too many guys missing to really be upset over a loss. Now, 7-2 is disappointing, but... Uh, I'm not going to be upset about this because I think Villa is also a lot better than people think. And, you know, other than that, not much to say. Like, yeah, they, I think they, they were better than Liverpool in every aspect. And I think Adrian was was terrible. I will say that's the one time I think you did lose your shit. I just, I think it was 134. Oh. <laughs> I was watching football, NFL, because actually I was making banana bread because we were going over to, uh, I don't know if he's listening. Shout out Trevor, T-Mac. It is his birthday too today. Oh, happy birthday, um, T-Mac. Happy birthday, T-Mac. Trevor, he actually got in the gambling corner. So we were getting ready to go there. So I was making my vaunted banana bread after watching some of the morning games. Yeah. And I had Red Zone on my laptop okay. on the kitchen counter. Cracked Red Zone, of course. I don't pay for it. Uh, <laughs> And you you sent the text. It was like one thirty four, and I'm like, that match started like four minutes ago. Like, what the hell happened? You know what's going on? And you, it just said like, Adrian needs to fucking leave my club. I'm like, oh yeah. no, what has he done? <laughs> so I saw the blunder, and I was like, oh god. It and then those, I started yeah. watching the game a little bit, and I thought, you know, I so so here are the things that I'll take away. I really think Liverpool's playing an even higher line this year. Than they did last year, and I think Klopp has kind of because you want when you win someone to sit on their laurels after winning, you're just asking to get beat because other teams are going to scout you out and do something. Mm-hmm. So I think to that, Klopp's trying to res- respond with something different. Now is he going to keep doing this? I don't know because I felt like the line was higher than usual, and maybe having watched the game against Arsenal and, and Chelsea where it really worked well, Villa found some pockets that they wanted to attack, and like you said, without Thiago, without Jordan Henderson. No offense to Nabi Keita, I feel like he gives a lot of those spaces up sometimes, you know? Yeah, he's not He's good. not as strong, and so that kind of exposed the back. Uh, and I thought, I'm going to say this too, I think Jack Grealish had a goddamn world-class game because his passes were out of this world. And, if, and, and we talked about him last season. You've yeah. talked about him for four years now. Five, yeah. Some of those passes he made to free the runners on those, I don't think I've seen that. And, and that's another thing that you have to keep in your mind and say, how did they score their goals? Well, if you look at a majority of them, it was one pass that broke the line. Yeah. And I think probably on four of the five of those, it was his pass. And maybe only on one of them did I think a Liverpool player made a mistake, and that was the late one that TAA kind of just cheated on a little bit and was caught. So that's, you know, and the, the other reason, the last thing I want to say is, in, in addition to saying why did Liverpool not have the worst defense this week, deflected goals. I mean, it, I mean how unlucky can you get? I guess you might, you might as well get them all out of the way at that point. Were there three goals that got deflected yeah, and went in? So, again, that's my take on it. If I'm you guys, I'm not, like you said, I'm not worried. Your Teams are going to drop points. Just look at the damn league this year. Yeah. I mean, it is out of control. The top three are Leicester, Everton, and, and what, Villa? Yeah. And this Villa team, like you said, is is a lot better than people think. They've brought in Ali Watkins. They've brought in Emmy Martinez, Matt, Matty Cash. 
Ross has been Barkley. really good. And Ross Barkley today played better than I've ever seen him play for Chelsea. Um, or during this game, sorry, not today. And like, I don't know if they want to partner him up with uh, with Watkins or what he's in for. Really, maybe depth. But Bertrand Traore, they also brought in. That's true. Yeah. Um, recently, I think couple, maybe right before this game, a day before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then they also have Al Ghazi on the bench, um, Horan on the bench. I mean, they have, they have a pretty deep squad. Um, they were missing Heaton and, and your boy Wesley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I guess if there's one if there's one or two guys in this Liverpool squad I'm not sold on, I do think they need a center back. I think Joe Gomez is a little overrated. He had, he had a rough game. Joe <laughs> Gomez is a little overrated. This is his first game. And then I've, I've said what I think about Nabi Keita. I think, I'm starting to think maybe he's just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Is that River North? That was River North. Well, um, I, I, yeah. I will I will ask this as well. The bench didn't look particularly strong. I know you guys have injuries. A lot of injuries. Is that scary to you at all, or are you not worried about no, that? No, because we have six guys out. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, we should be ready for that, but I mean, shit, man. Six guys out, and then Jordan Henderson wasn't completely fit to play, so you could say seven almost. Um, the but, other question I have for you is, would you play Fabinho back there now? If you have enough midfielders to play. I mean, this game you did, clearly. Yeah. But let's say Thiago comes back, can play that place that Fabinho plays. Would you put Fabinho in the back with Van Dyke? Yeah, I think I, I prefer that. Okay. Yeah. All right, so... Joe Gomez is not good enough. All right, and there's the verdict on that. Again, like I said, it's one of those where you lose bad, but, you, I mean, I don't think there's much to worry about because you're still ahead of all those teams that I, you're competing with. I peg, not on the same level, I peg Villa on the same level as Everton as teams that I think are just going to really surprise people. But I think Everton is, is still better than Aston Villa, but I think Villa has made a big leap from last year. And, and it's funny because we didn't even talk about it, but that is next on the docket because I had a feeling we were going to say that. The only other team with a perfect record this season, Villa being one of them, three out of nine points out of three matches, Everton with a 4-2 win over Brighton and Hove Albion. Dominic Calvert-Lewin scoring again. James with a brace. Even Yuri Mina getting in on the action. Uh, as for Brighton, Is Basuma with an absolute firecracker and Neil Mape scoring another shithouse goal with Jordan Pickford just being trash. Uh, This is the first time the Toffees have won their first seven games in all competitions. Ready for this? Since 1894-95. It's the first time they've won just seven overall since April of 1987. I mean, at any point of the year. Uh, man, what what is keeping them clicking? What has got them going right now? I think think finally Carlos, you know... Carlos starting to bring his in his guys. He saw who he wants to keep. He's seen who he wants to get rid of. Some of the guys didn't know their names, but he got rid of them. Um, but I think he's Garbit, finally, Luke Garbit, right? Yeah, I still don't think he's he's fully done. You know, he's looking for a goalkeeper. As much as he out, he's out in the media saying Pickford's our goalie, yada yada yada. What's he gonna say? Our goalie fucking sucks. Like, no, it's not what a manager does. Carlo Ancelotti's a smart guy. He knows what he needs. I still think this team lacks. I mean, you saw the defensive errors. Obviously, Pickford plays a big role in them. I think, I think a goalie's role in how the defensive line plays is very underrated as well. So I think if you can really, if if Everton can get a really good goalie and find a good center back pairing, because I think DNA and Coleman are are good enough for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially DNA. Lucas DNA is one of the most underrated players. If, if you don't mind me actually interrupting, I don't. I can't believe Lucas DNA is still with. Everton. How has a team like Man United that has Luke Shaw in his position not gone for him? How does a team like Man City, who has Ben Mendy, who I'm about to shit on shortly here, not go for Luca Dine? How, how, how has no one gone for him? Yeah, he came from Barcelona, didn't he? 
I, I maybe, but maybe he had a stop in between. I'll look that up while I you go ahead and make your point. Yeah. I'll look that up because no, but I, I, I interrupted you. I'm I, sorry, but like, that's why I don't know too much about the the Keen Mina center back pairing. I mean, Yuri Mina has to be good because he plays for his country. He played for Barcelona and didn't play for them, but was there on a the team. So if if Yuri Mina is like I said, just find a good center back pairing. Well, yeah, he was came from Barcelona, and then PSG before PSG. that. <laughs> so okay. yeah, um, but yeah, for now I think Carlo just needs to get a goalie. I think maybe this window's it's a little too late. Is everything shut? Yeah, it just shut on the fifth. Uh, well, you can get people from the championship, you, but that's about it. And and there are some, and I will mention the transfer corner. There are some that are that you teams may go for. We'll yeah. talk about that later. But um, uh, yeah, so. I think they're a goalie away from almost being a complete team, but still, just the, once they get those back threes figured out, there it's going to be really fun. And I think I'm not 100 percent sure. Weren't they supposed to make a new stadium? Um, I think that's what I thought. And if, I don't know what. Yeah, but yeah, that's that, those are my points on them. And again, a team like them and how they're starting. You mentioned them. How Leeds has been makes me realize how much I really do miss fans because I think um, Goodison. And Elon Road with how their teams have started, and Aston Villa, I think those grounds would be rocking, you know, with how their teams have been playing. Well, speaking of their fans, uh, Steve did retweet, not retweet, he answered one of their fans and said, "Okay, this is pretty funny. It's pretty good COVID humor." I guess this is a uh, Everton fan said, "Hi at Merseyside Police. The neighbors have let seven in. How do I report, please?" So their fans are very active. <laughs> Everton as fans? Steve pointed out. Yeah, Steve yeah, they pointed are. out. So, uh, and you told me about an interaction you had with one of them. And, and you answered my question. Is Pickford the weakest player? It looks like it is. No, they did do all, the, all this in this game without Allen. So Allen was injured. He's going to be out for a little oh, bit. Oh, I am. So Gilfie Sigurdsson uh, steps in alongside Davies, actually. And I thought he did well. Going to your point about the center backs, Keane has been outstanding. And Yuri Mina, who I thought I had a... I on Michael Keane, by the way. Yeah, I, he's been great. And Yuri Mina had a rough couple games, in my opinion, uh, to start the year. But he's been getting better. He did score. So we'll see how they develop. They have a big test coming up when we come back from the break. And gosh, that is a must-watch game. That's going to be the first game back from break. 6.30 a.m., wow. October 17th. That's the first thing I'm going to see on my birthday. So, oh, wow. Also, um, Theo Walcott made his last appearance here for he Everton. Did. He did. We will, yeah. It's a very interesting one. I would one consider that comes a up. failed stint. Yeah. Well, again, I think another signing, another guy that Arsenal sold at a good price. Yeah. Uh, him and, and Iwobi. Even though, even if Iwobi does come around, 40, what, 35, 45 million. And oof. you know what? I think at the time, I think for our, I think right now, I think Arsenal selling Ox for that price was good. Yeah, of but course. I, and I also think it was a good buy for for Liverpool because he scored that huge goal for what? us against City in the Champions League. So and, and that can happen. It, it, it's things so can work out for both sale, teams. Yeah. yeah, their team has made some good sales lately. But we'll uh, that's one that Ox definitely they went into a bit of a waistband. <laughs> well, that's the problems he had at Arsenal. <laughs> he injuries. He, he was always injured. Uh, let's talk about Leeds and Man City. Another crazy result. Leeds won. Man City won. Sterling with a goal in the first. Rodrigo scoring off of an Ederson error in the second. Late this game, especially yeah. last thirty minutes, yep. was back and forth, back and forth. Exciting game. I do want to say, since the beginning of last season, Raheem Sterling has the most goals out of any player in the Premier League with thirty-four. His goal was nice. But what was your thought on that frenetic ending? At least, or at least the second half, which was wild. Um, it was bananas, man. Not too much to say, but. Leeds just keep impressing me. I think 
You're, they're going to be in so many fun games because I feel like they always play up to the <laughs> their opponent's uh, potential. Um, so, like, they'll play, give me, like, a bum-ass team. Well, last week, didn't they play, was it Sheffield? That, like, you? Ch- I checked in on the score, and it's like Leeds won- wins one nothing, And I'm like, wait, Leeds yeah. just played in a one nothing. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. So outside of that one game, yeah, it was Sheffield. Outside that one game, which was a Bamford late winner in the 88th minute, all their other games have been you bananas. It, you know what I think it is? I think it's it's legit Beesla. I, yeah. I think he's just Beals coming out with some wild strat, like a ways to approach different teams, and it's working. Yeah, that's that's what's that's what I think it is, and I, I that's all I'm gonna say. I think this this game was a good game. I don't think City should be disappointed because it was a road game, and I think when it's all said and done, it's not gonna be something you hope for, but it's gonna be something you shouldn't be disappointed in that you got a point at Eland Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, crouching tiger, hidden Bielsa. What a guy. My God. He is, he does crouch a lot, by the way. That yeah. was the joke on that one. Um, Doesn't he sit on a bucket? He does, yeah. But I think this particular game, I don't know if you saw, at the very end of it, it was like the whistle blew, and for five seconds, it's almost like he had a delayed reaction. He just stayed crouched for like five seconds. I don't know if he was just taking the air in or what. <laughs> then he finally got up, and I think he went to hug Pep Guardiola. And so yeah, him and hug. Pep have like a secret relationship we don't know about. Right. right. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know what it is. Right. So, so I mean, yeah, we'll... we'll uh, Indicted over a we'll see. Show. We'll see what happens uh, with them. Netflix I think nonce? Netflix is up for... Oh, wow. <laughs> Netflix might be a nonce. We might have to put them on the list. We'll make we'll make them an honorable mention. You know, kind of side note, I mentioned to you, they're, they're recently their movies have not been as good. I don't know if the listeners agree with me. But let me know if you, there's a good Netflix movie for me to watch because I'm like 0 for 5 on my last 5 of them. Oh, yikes. I All just right. watched Who Murder Next Neighbor Next Door or whatever the fuck everyone's talking about. Well, Unsatisfied customers. We've got listeners. Let us know. At the footy corner too. Even if you've never tweeted at us before, just do it, man. Just do it. No, genuinely, I need help to find a good movie because I've watched five movies in probably the past six or seven days and I have not been satisfied with one. Well. Except for my rewatching, uh, actually, Den of Thieves was good. Den of Thieves was good. Okay, I rewatched The Town too because I needed some good movie in my life. So. Well, there you go. So, Leeds and Man City one one. Yeah. Any message you have before we move on to Jeff Paris? No, because uh, we. I mean, Liverpool barely squeaked by uh, Leeds, and you could say I don't think we got lucky, but I mean, they gave us trouble. So. Like, I do want to mention it was this. At, it was at Anfield. It wasn't at Elon Road. So I'm right. not going to talk smack before we go there. If you're a Man City fan, they are in 14th place, four points out of three matches. Would you be worried? I wouldn't be worried, no. Okay. I I wouldn't either because they've played uh, Leeds, Leicester, and Wolves. I think there's something that would worry me is, you know, how Nathan Ake is going to mesh with whoever his center back is. Well, he didn't even start. So that was a wild thing. Diaz started in his his opening game. The guy they just picked up from. Oh. Yeah. See, they... Dude, is it me or does Man City have a new guy every week? Seemingly. Well, they can't have one next guy in a game, you'd think. Well, no, I know. It's just Who like, they pair him up with? One again? day Was it's it? some rando academy guy. The next it's like, oh, they got... And it, dude, it's always like a Portuguese lad. It's like they got like Lennox Rodriguez from like Valencia last <laughs> summer and he's finally starting. It's like, huh? Oh, man. Well, the last thing I'm going to say is Ben Mendy stinks. So Zinchenko couldn't do it last year. I don't think Ben Mendy can do it this year. And I think if they need to get a position, it's left back. So that's I, all I'll say about them. I feel like Ben Mendy's kind of... I know he's only been there a short time, but 
He's like, young. He's kind of overstayed, no? Eh, I mean, if he continues to play like that, yes. Uh, oh, wow, so, he's 26. There you go, yeah. So, um, all right, let's go move on to Chelsea 4, Palace nil. The one of the most boring first halves you'll ever see, followed by an absolute goal fest for the um, Blues. Chilwell scoring his first goal on his debut. Uh, Kurt Zuma getting in. He didn't want to be left out of the defensive goals. And then your boy, Jorginho. Jorginho with two pens. Might have to start picking him. He does the Bruno Fernandes stutter step. Uh, Chilwell did have a goal and assist. He's the third Chelsea player to have a goal and assist on his Premier League debut. Can you name the other two that had a goal and assist on their Chelsea Premier League debut. Uh, and I'll give you the years. One was 2008, so I don't know if you'll get that one. Do you want me to just tell you that one? Yeah. That was Deco, who I didn't even know played for them. Okay. The other one was in 2017, August. Diego Costa? Mm-mm. Oh, did he join that? He joined them way before that. Correct. Oh. This one will be surprising, because this guy was a bit disgraced. And he's he, gone he already, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. He played for another another team already, and I think he's gone from there too. Fuck, man. Ben Ginko or some shit? No. No, he's still at Chelsea. Who? Uh, Alvaro Morata. <laughs> he just signed with Juve. There you go. So <laughs> he's moved around. Yeah. Um, so Chelsea with the big win. Why do teams still go for him? He's so bad. I don't. Yeah, I don't Would know. Do you agree with that? He's bad. Yes, I, I, I've never seen anything good out of him. <laughs> Uh, I will say a couple <laughs> things. So Chelsea with the big win, obviously that's good. And oh, they, there's another hurricane and they, in Cancun. And they played, yeah, and they played really well for the first, or they played really well for the last 40 minutes. I'm going to throw that aside though. Is Timo Werner a fraud? <laughs> and not yet. Right. Not yet. No. <laughs> so Hudson Odoi uh, might be one though. Really? I thought he played all right this game. No. I want to see some production out of the young man. Oh, There's he... talks about him. Uh, there were talks about him being sent on loan to Bayern. I guess Bayern's uninterested. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Also, um, this was Osama Mendy's. What's Edward? Edward Mendy. Osama Mendy. Edward Mendy's first game as yes. goalie. Debut for the Chelsea. Debut and as a clean sheet. Mm-hmm. So, any words on him? Uh, we'll. I. I <laughs> I want to see him get tested by a team not named Crystal Palace. So here's the thing. He uh, didn't really have any big saves to make. Conspiracy theory. Three guys that at one point in their You call them was, Osama. <laughs> <laughs> three people at one point were associated with Chelsea uh, could not play for Crystal Palace. Gary Cahill, Mishi Batshuayi, and Conor Wickham, who was in their youth system. Wow. Well. Conspiracy theory. I don't know. Maybe conspiracy theory. So, uh, this Bobby the- Van Anholt, was he ever a Chelsea player? He was? Yeah, he was. <laughs> That's so, four. Yeah. Wow. So, well, so this question about Werner, you think it's early. This stems from my fantasy football frustrations. I have him on 9.5 million. He hasn't done shit. And I don't know if you saw the fact that we that's been tweeted from our account. I won't say who tweeted it. You did. <clears throat> but it's official. Timo Werner is a fraud. 
Werner has now waited two hours and counting longer than Joe Clinton did for his first Premier League goal. You know, Joe Clinton gets a bad rap. <laughs> did you like that stat shout I out, shared? Shout out Joe Clinton. I the, also like the little cheeky screenshot you had of him, the, Callum Wilson. We'll yeah, which, we'll, that later. which we will come to because it paid off. Brian said, let's maybe give him more than two games worth of game time some water, mate. to score a goal before tossing out the accusation of being a fraud. It's a long season. If Werner does not score 12 league goals... Assuming he stays healthy, in parentheses, I will take two shots of Malort. Now, do you think he should take out the if he stays healthy uh, bit? No. So he said no. I don't know if they can hear, but yeah. So. No, they can hear me. Okay. Well, this is the microphone, though. Has Brian ever tasted Malort? I, I don't know. Brian, have you ever tasted Malort? Let us know. But that said, if Werner doesn't score 12... No, you can't consider anyone a I'll, I'll tell you this. If I end up waving him in fantasy this week, he's going to go off. That's, that's all I got to say. Um, the other thing I want to mention, I don't know if you saw it. Jorginho took the pens, as he normally does. But before both pens, there were discussions. And again, this is a thing. I saw in MLS with the fire. You think a team would figure out who their pen takers... Jorginho's taken pens since God knows when for these guys... So on the first pen, I don't know if you, again, if anyone saw, Timo Werner's had just a small discussion with him, then let it go. Right. I, I noticed he didn't go quite as crazy on the celebration, but did you see Tammy Abraham on the second one? He was adamant to wanting to take the kick, and he they had a mini fight, and, and luckily Chelsea has a good captain that I've seen other teams not have when these fights happen. Dave came and took Tammy Abraham away. Said he's the taker. Let's go. Just come. And he was not happy. Tammy so, Abraham was not a happy. Guy. I have mixed feelings about this reaction from Tammy Abraham. <clears throat> I understand where he's coming from because he he you could tell he wants to play for Chelsea really bad, but and he needs goals, and that you know that's doesn't come easier than that than a pen. Um, and if you can't take those, I guess you know it probably just frustration, right? Um, but then again, you know. You just got to be like, you know, if I'm in the team and we're winning, you're doing something right, and the manager will see that. That's where he kind of needs to realize that as kind of a younger player. I think he's 23 now. Um, by the way, he might be an onto the week candidate. Yep. I, I Yeah. Not he's him, there. though. It's a group of them. <laughs> I have it. Um, yeah, no. Um, that's how I feel, but yeah, you're right. That was good on Dave to kind of... But yeah, no, Jorginho, Jorginho should definitely take it. Right, he's only missed once, and that was the like his life guys. <laughs> in a Chelsea uniform. So I guess if you want to call that his life, I think he was pretty successful at Napoli as well. If he did take him there, I think he did. He took a few. Otherwise, I don't think he'd be taking him at Chelsea. But uh, again, um, so four zero win. Last thing I want to ask you: Are Chelsea back? Are they still having issues? Are they? You know, is no. It just I think Ben Chilwell had a great game. You know, I think he's definitely an upgrade. Um, you know, I think they have a good mix. It's just, again, with that defense that I raised question. I know they played good, but you, like you said, anyone not named Crystal Palace. Cause, but then again, whenever you're able to hold AU and Zaha to n- no goals, I think you should applaud yourself. So, in my opinion, uh, they should roll with this lineup a lot more often. So Maybe they're back? insert Pulisic instead of Adoy when he comes back. Are they back? No. Okay, that's all I want to know. I'm still not sold on Thiago Silva after that nightmare performance. Mate, Timo Werner is a fraud. I'm pissed at him for my fantasy team. Your boy that's Kurt my point. Zuma also got one in. So yeah, Kurt Zuma has been made. That's he your boy. Decent. Yeah, he did decent. Well, I don't know if that's my boy, but... Don't you have his... Uh, um, Timo Werner, I am so mad at him right now. 
Don't He's the worst fantasy player I've ever Don't you have his had. national jersey, Kurt Zuma's French no. jersey? No. I'm pretty sure you have a Kurt Zuma I jersey. I do not have a Kurt. Where did this come from? Why the fuck would I have a Kurt Zuma jersey? I remember jersey when, he first, when he first kind of came on the scene with uh, St. Etienne. You yeah. were like, yeah, I'm a big Kurt guy. Yeah, I was a big Kurt guy, but not. I don't have his jersey. <laughs> You're a big Kurt guy. I don't. Yeah, I don't have his French jersey. I don't have anyone's French jersey. You know, he's really good friends with Pierre Emerick on Bobby Yang. Well, so. maybe we should have gotten him. So, <laughs> would you be happy if you guys got Kurt Zuma? Uh, would depends you start what him? for. Uh, right now, Garbalish is doing just fine. <laughs> no, I'm about to pair with Garbalish. You know, David Luiz and Garbalish speak Portuguese to each other, so I'm okay with that. They're both oh, Brazilian, okay. so I'm fine with that. Fair right enough. Now. And not if it's costing me, no. So uh, let's go to one more result I want to talk a little more in depth about, then we'll get to the rest of the rundown. Leicester nil, West Ham 3. That front line, Antonio, Fernals, and Bowen all scoring. Even more damning for Leicester. No shots on target at home against West Ham. This is the third time only since 2003-2004 that Leicester has been shut out in shots at home. Mm -hmm. The other two are a little more, you know... You could you could understand a little more with Man City in 2017 and Liverpool in 2019. West Ham, you know. So first, let me talk about them. David Moyes, I almost said David. David Moyes has been home for two games with COVID, and they've won. So is David Moyes stink? I think David Moyes needs to go out. <laughs> is he, are they going to fire him because they won four nothing against Wolves last week and now three nothing? Yeah, whatever. Leicester. Whatever they've been doing these past two weeks. Keep it up. If it means keeping David Moyes at home, do it. <laughs> Seriously, I'm being dead ass right now. And you can argue they played well against Arsenal in that 2-1 defeat. They didn't yeah, play bad in no, that game. No, they gave us a scare. I mean, I bet on the game. It's your team. We were scared. Yeah. You know, I was like, wait, they didn't play you guys. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, so their last three performances, you could say, have been pretty decent. And I mean, they gave up zero goals to someone that the last year's golden boot winner. You that's know, true. That's, you can say a lot about that, but I noticed that my boy didn't play Chilwell. Mate, Chilwell, because Chilwell plays for Chelsea. We just talked about Oh, it. not Chilwell. Sorry, the other lad. James Madison. Yeah. James Madison did not play in this game. Okay. But but that that shouldn't be the reason they lose 3-0 and have no shots. No I know. shots. They even oh, brought well. in their... their Underrated striker, mate. Yeah, they brought in, yeah, Chenji's Under had his debut. <laughs> yeah. My boy. Your boy. They the brought Turkish, him in? Yeah, the, the Turkish, Turkish baklava. Uh, the baklava. <laughs> <laughs> make the Turkish lights on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> what's our boy Sank? Oh, God. Well, Sank's just a beast. Mate, you know what? I think uh, from now on, we should ha- adopt the European team Turkey. <laughs> they have a lot of our boys, including my long-term boy, Barack Yomaz. Yes. Oh, what a guy he is. Um... Wow, Nick Foles. Okay. <laughs> Looking like he's throwing lobs in practice. Definitely. That's a big A mix. lot of these NFL quarterbacks, I mean, I, at the end of the day, they are humans. They are normal people. But they, like, honestly, don't they look like someone that could just, like, live in our hall? Like, just, like, normal guys? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. A lot of the quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> yes. Anyway. So, I will say this. Back to the game. Uh, let, let me just say this about West Ham. They have a front line now. Antonio Fernals and Bowen. Gerard Bowen, we mentioned him. If you remember... You're a big Gerard Bowen guy. Well, because... So, if you recall, last year, it was one year ago, in early in the podcast days, right. we were mentioning players that had scored the most goals in the calendar year, right? And we had all these Premier League guys, and then I was like, and Jay Bowen? And then we looked it up, and it was Gerard Bowen off whole, all city. West Ham picks him up in January. I think he's been outstanding. Yeah. And I think that front line... 
Looks good. Mikel Antonio is back. He might be the new Machamp from Adama Traore. Um, yeah, I mean, West Ham's rolling. Uh, that said, Leicester had a perfect record coming into this. Are you? Would you be worried, or is this just a bump in the road? Um, I think it's just a bump in the road. I think James Madison's a crucial part in their offense. And like I said, this, this West Ham team in form right now, I think you shouldn't. You know, you should probably just take the L on the on the chin. It is worrying some though that it was at, at wasn't it at Leicester? Yeah, the King that, Palace. Yeah, that would be. Uh... So Leicester beats City five two, then loses to West Ham three nothing. You never know what you're going to get in the Premier League. That's yep. all I gotta say. This, we did. Yeah, I, I did call it crazy week. Just As the money starts to just influx in, it's you're kind of seeing teams, it balances out. Yeah, the, everything's balancing out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary. Yeah. It's interesting, though. It is fun to get the odd team that kind of comes up and not it's fun, fun to for, watch. Not fun for the betters or fans of the top teams, though. I'll tell yeah, you no, that's true. But as a guy whose team has suffered from it, fallen into eighth, like when you don't have expectations for your team, you just kind of sit back and you're like, that team's pretty fun to watch. Like I've enjoyed watching Everton this year. Yeah, uh, I am as amongst well. other things. I think they're the fun, most fun Brighton team have to surprised watch so far. me. Yeah. Brighton have surprised me. They're better than we announced them in the panel show. Neil Mape back to his shithousery. Well, yeah. Yeah. So let's go to the rest of the games. Uh, the other ones, not too much notable. I just want to run them down. Arsenal 2-1 winners over Sheffield. Saka and Pepe scoring within about three minutes of each other. McGoldrick with a nice strike to cut it to 2-1, but that was all she wrote there. Newcastle 3, Burnley 1. Saint-Maximin with a goal. Callum Wilson had a brace. And Ashley Westwood with the Burnley answer. What a name, by the way. Ashley Westwood. <laughs> That's up there with Maddie Cash. Wow. Maddie Cash is better. But Southampton 2, <laughs> West Brom 0. Dejena Pro unchained with the goal, along with Oriol Romeu, a couple mm-hmm. defensive players scoring for Southampton, not ones you'd expect. And Wolves won Fulham nil. Nato, Pedro Nato with the goal there. The one thing I do, I want to note a couple things real quick, a couple facts before we get into what about these games. Sheffield United has now lost seven matches in a row for the first time since August to September of 1976. You wouldn't have guessed that, would you have, that they lost seven in a row? And Callum Wilson has Four goals in his first four appearance for Newcastle. He's the first one to do it since 1995-96, Les Ferdinand. Your boy. Yeah. So um, anything that you have from these matches? Um, I just wanted your – I mean, you're an Arsenal fan. So yeah. what's your thoughts on 2-1? Uh, now they're moving up to fourth mm-hmm. place. Back to our rightful spot. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're doing this all with El Nene starting, so you could argue 10 on 11. So what's up, what's going on? <laughs> Well, to be fair to Elneny, he's played decent. He's just a guy that passes a bunch sideways, you know? Yeah. Uh, as Greg Nichol used to Is that his name, Greg Nichol? Greg Nichol. Yeah. yeah. He's a big sideways pass guy. Uh, you know, Elneny's done a bunch of that. But I will say this. They they won a 2-1 match, and, and it wasn't an exciting game. The first half was dead-ass boring. Second half was a little more fun. And they do it with glimpses of good play. But to be honest, I'll t- you know, this is a match. Yeah. Sheffield, they drew at home last year. They lost at Sheffield last year. So they, they only had one point from Sheffield. So this is a result that you say we've improved two points already from yeah from that result last year. And sometimes you don't mind a boring match that tells you that at least your defense is stout, you know, that, that it's doing well. Garbalish played in this one, yeah. your boy. Um, and that made me happy because he didn't play against Liverpool, so I was wondering what was going on. Plays in this one, has a decent game. They had just enough build-up plays to score. But, yeah, I mean, and they have addressed now that that Elneny spot. 
Um, I do want to say that Danny Ceballos, I've really enjoyed watching him this year, and if they can find a way to make him permanent next year, that that would be that'd be great. He's really starting to enjoy his time in London in his second year there now. So we'll see how this team does. Boring win, but again, I'll take boring win over erratic crap, you know, yeah. that I was seeing before. So I'm happy. I'm happy with them. Um, also, do you think Sheffield gets relegated? Uh, you know, I will. You know what I'll say. And again, I don't know if this is because I feel more calm with Arsenal's defense lately, which is wild to say. But at many points that game, I did not fear Sheffield's attack. And that's worrisome to me for Sheffield. Uh, so, yeah, no no points in three matches. That's something to sit there and say, mm, they might be relegation yeah. bound. And you did say that you didn't think they'd be that great this year. Yeah, I, yeah 100%. So there's that. Also, uh, Gunnar Saris is they later in the transfer corner. Can, you know? <laughs> we can mention him now if you want. Um, Gunnar so Soros has been released. Really sad news, yeah. Um, with the team through thick and thin, he's been cut. Uh, yeah. What? Oh, so I think his name's Glenn or something like that. Yeah. So or Joe 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 <laughs> Joe So what happened was. They just and, and and I don't think Arsenal should have made an announcement for this. This is the <laughs> stupid part to me. But what's happened basically is since there are no people at the game, they don't see the point in having them around. So when people are able to come back, Gunner Source will be back. <laughs> oh yes, but the guy that works for them may not be the guy in the suit because they were paying him a decent amount—not eighty k a week—but they were paying him. A decent amount. <laughs> now, let me mention this thing about Mesut Ozil. Bro, how low would that be to be Gunnar Soros for you? Would you be Gunnar Soros and you'd be I'm... making more than half the team? <laughs> like, that's wild. <laughs> Who said that? 80 k It was online and people people were believing it. I, I thought it was 80K a year. Oh, no. Someone was saying that Gunnar Soros makes 80K a week, so there are budget cuts. And people were just like, what? It's like, but no, I mean, it's still, a 80K a year as a mascot is still... Fucking wild, yeah. in my opinion. No, I agree. No. Yeah, it is. You Would just you go take that su- job? To sit in the Gunners, go to every Arsenal game? Yeah. But you have to be Gunners. <laughs> that's, f- that's fine, mate. <laughs> Everything you see has to be in a green dinosaur. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Bring it, ba- mate. You're paying me to go to the Arsenal game. I'm bro, doing it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't take in the fall because you're in a... That thing's got to be hot. Now, granted, London in most of the season is going to be cold. Right. But still, so you're in a hot suit. Do you, you're at do the you game. think your vision could be good in that thing? Surely it's got to be. Can you decent. really take in the atmosphere and everything? <laughs> Plus, you have to like act all jolly. Yeah. So when they score, you can celebrate with the fans. <laughs> it's wild. Hey. Right. So you would legitimately take that for eighty. So like, do you think? I mean, do you think you could teach and be Gunnarsaurus at the same time? Yeah. Although there are some events I'm sure Gunnarsaurus has to attend during the week, right? I mean, he visits sick children at the hospital. <laughs> You could still do that on weekends. That's true. Well, on weekends. You'd be a big, you'd be, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could do that during the week. I While guess. they're practicing, you're at the hospital. Yeah, what about my That's what I'm saying. That's school. what I'm saying. So, like, you got to somehow incorporate yeah, Gunner Soros into that. But it should be easy. Not not easy. It shouldn't be hard because really, oh, no, you're going to have the the um, the European games, too. Well, I don't know. Do you, does Gunner Soros travel to, like, Ukraine with them? No, he does not travel to Ukraine. <laughs> Anyway, the whole thing with Mesut Ozil again is... <laughs> we just bring in Mesut Ozil. Well, because he's claiming he's going to pay for Gunnar Soros' <laughs> wages. 
This is a. I mean, this is a joke. What a farce! And you know what? The funny this should thing never is, have gone on social ask, media. Didn't they ask him to give give some money for like a cause? For yeah. Like, well, and he said, yeah, and he said no, didn't he? They said for COVID, for COVID, uh, something. No, it was for pay cuts. The whole team took pay cuts to try to keep people, and he didn't take his pay cut. But then he and now he wants to pay Gunnarsaurus. <laughs> And that's the problem. And everyone's like, man, what a guy, what a guy. Okay, that's fine. And if you want to do that, that is nice of you to give Gunnersaurus money. <laughs> but my, but I'm pissed off because all this guy had to do was tell the club, hey, man, I will pay, pay some of my salary. Not make his own PR, and then the club gets thrown under the And that's what caused this well, mayhem. How someone spends their money, in my opinion, is, is their business. Oh, I agree. But, but it is a wild concept of saying, hey, I'm not... You know, I'm not going to take a, a cut to keep players or maybe some staff around. But, hey, this green dinosaur needs to stay. I'm willing to pay his shit. That's wild. And, and that's fine he wants to do that. But why do you have to go public? Like, why don't you talk to the team and figure it out? <laughs> like, what is this? Anyway, okay, let's go on. Let's go on to the scores from the week. We'll talk more in the transfer corner about stuff that went down. Because Gunnar Soros' cut did open up the money for something. Uh, week four scores... <laughs> The, the best players this week were Brian and Jeff. I can't believe Gunnersaurus got dropped for a player. <laughs> Gunnersaurus is the reason we can party now, if you get what I'm saying. So, Brian and Jeff with 16 points this past week. Jeff with his best week. Um, but we'll see that he's still a, a caboose. Is COVID? Yeah. Uh, is, sorry, that's the, him after COVID? Uh, so, on the TV, I mean, you're... So, yeah, Trump's walking around without his mask with COVID. <laughs> so, let me talk about the scores. Let's try to get through this. Brian and Jeff had 16, uh, Arine had 14, I had 13, and Nikhil with 12. Steve, you did mention the caboose, who was Jeff, has stopped tagging me because he didn't tag Steve anymore. Hey, Jeff, maybe you shouldn't because you had your higher week. Now, on the other end of it, Steve did mention that, but then he didn't He didn't make any picks. So no, Steve no. Steve was scoreless. I've seen it. So, so Steve was scoreless. Arine's laughing at the television, guys. I apologize for this. Uh, it's Kim Jong-un riding a pony in an ice storm. It was. So <laughs> let's try to get through the scores before two hours. When did you see that, Twitter? No, I haven't seen it before. I just didn't laugh. I don't know. I'll, That's I mean, wild. Kim Jong-un was. riding a pony in Antarctica. Okay, it is wild. On. It is. So that brings our scores to this. So again, 16 from Jeff and Brian, 14 from Arine, 13 from me, 12 Nikhil. Steve, mate, you got to make your picks. That brings us to the scores. Leading the way, Arine with 16. The former Caboose is in second, Brian with 15.75. Steve remains at 15.33. I'm in fourth with 15, so decent scores there. Then Nikhil, you're in fifth with 13.67. And the Canadian Caboose remains with 13.25, but he is catching up to a few people. And this is where the averages move. Now, predictions will not be made this week. We have an international break. The predictions will come next week. Guys, listen to next week's episode. I know we're not recapping any games, but we will go over how the season has gone. We will include as much of the panel <clears throat> as possible. So it's going to be a good episode. Yeah. We're going to make picks. We're going to have a fun Mount Rushmore that's available. Good times. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk. And they're showing Kim Jong-un again. Did you rewind it? <laughs> yes. All right. Just put on pause and let's see it after the show, mate. What is this? <laughs> All right, so he's watching him framed over my bed multiple times. Right. He's a terrible man. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> let's get to Bo the... Bo Rat 2 coming out. What is? Bo Rat 2. 
Oh yeah, that's why. Is it Borat? Is it called Borat Two or it's Borat something else? I don't know, but I know there was a scene of him at a Pence uh, rally, and I heard things got really funny there. So, oh. well, so that'll be interesting. So Brian in the comments uh, when we mentioned Keppa last week says, "Hmm, where to send Keppa? Hold on, Google's. What is the farthest place on Earth from London?" To which Steve said, "New Zealand. That's the answer." Unless you're thinking of the moon, the moon is definitely an answer. Yeah. So uh, would you be up for sending Keppa to the moon? He'd bottle it. Wouldn't he? <laughs> what would he do there? I don't know. He'd bottle it somehow. Brian says uh, he tagged you, said that the new FIFA is pretty solid, similar to last year's, but a bit more slow and deliberate. It's harder to, f- to defend, but creating chances is better if you can take your time. There's a big emphasis on co-op this year, so if... Any listeners are on PS4, he says hit me up. His PSN is BDM6985. And I think now is the time for me to make the big announcement. Go ahead. The new Xbox and PlayStation coming out. I will be getting the new PlayStation over the Xbox. There's your announcement. Yeah. Okay. Can you still play FIFA on it? Of course. Can you play against Brian? Brian has PlayStation. He just gave his PSN. Yeah. What's I've Jeff's again? Jeff had something. What was it? Boob Stomper? What was it? <laughs> Boob Scooper. Boob Scooper. Are you friends with him? And well, no, I don't have. I'm not on PlayStation right now. I'm on Xbox. But you will be. Yeah, I'm excited to get the new PlayStation. All right, so I'm looking forward to hearing about you, Brian, and Jeff playing each other on well, FIFA. Co-op. We could all team up. Okay, but I want you guys to play each other. Uh-huh. I think that'd be funnier. Um, Brian, so we'll go to another thing Brian mentioned, and it was about Chelsea. I should have probably mentioned this in the Chelsea section. He said, I think the Mendy, Zuma, Silva defensive triangle, so that's goalie and the two center backs, might be the answer because they all speak French. Clean sheet on their debut. Thoughts? That's wild. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Um, I don't think, I mean, guaranteeing anything with, oh, that's, that's not Ben Mendy. No, that's the goalie, uh, as you called him, Osama Mendy. <laughs> I, do I don't know, mate. That's a dodgy. Uh, that's a dodgy prediction. It'd be interesting, though. Thiago Silva's really slow. Okay. He's good though, but right. slow. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so uh, I want to point this out. Steve tagged us, tagged Jeff from a Men in Blazers quote that says, "No one fears City anymore." Do you agree? I think the fear is less there. 100%. I think, I think Pep peaked his whole Man City career two years ago mm-hmm. in the city. I think if he was going to win the Champions League, he was with that team. I think they've digressed since then, and I think they will digress. I think <clears throat> I think they need a new manager. At one point, do you say, all right. Pep? Kind of, Pep's out, you think? Well, dude, how many years are you going to give him to win Champions League with this bankroll? Like, how many years? He, I mean, Bayern gave him a good amount of time, and it was a matter of time before they were like, all right, dude, you're fucking out of here. Like, you're, bye. Who would you bring in? I, I think Pep's a good manager, but I don't... Pochettino? Uh, for City? I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, I think as of right now, yeah. Okay. But by the time Bielsa? Pep gets canned, I think he'd be really fucking good, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see what happens well, I, there. I think I think Pochettino would be better because he'd be a long-term guy, right? So, yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we posted. I won't say who. Uh, the strike force. She tells you not to worry about. It was Joe Clinton and Callum Wilson up front. I'm gonna. I'll admit. I had a half chub when I saw that. When I saw them pop up as the strikers, 
Brian then says the strike force that you're absolutely not worried about. You let her spend the night at the strike force's apartment because you know nothing would happen. Strike force would sleep on the couch while she slept in the bed, sexing you all night long. And literally 10 seconds after he sends that, Callum Wilson scores one. Callum Wilson scored again later. Yeah. Probably because of Joe Clinton's creativity. Callum Wilson's really fucking good, though. But but them together. probably Joe, Joe yeah. Clinton probably, you know, just, you know, took the defenders away or something. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get Joe Clinton to be back, but he's not. We are, yeah. All right. Uh, so there's that. No, he's semi-back. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he needs to score. Does he have the ramen game. on his head? It still again, or is it? Uh, is I, it I didn't really watch. I just, I mean, I, I saw a match of the day. How about I this? this game. If Joe Clinton gets a hat trick at any time this season, we have to buy his jerseys. His jersey. His jersey. Th- would that count in like a Capital One Cup match? Yes. We have to buy. Okay. Well, I'll buy mine from China. I'm not well, gonna buy a real Joe Clinton like jersey. Three, four weeks to ship though. So we and have to buy. You don't want anything coming from China right now, mate. <laughs> mate, that's the truth, isn't we it? We have to buy. How should you order from I'll, Amazon? I'll comes buy from your China. jersey if you if you want to order it from China. I'll buy you American-made jersey. <laughs> I'm not lying to you, dude. Right, I'm not letting right, you buy right. anything from Wuhan. All right, that's wild. Isn't okay, it? so if Joe Clinton gets a hat trick, we have to buy his jersey this year. And me being racist, it's just facts. And we have to pose in the Joe Clinton jerseys. Yes. Okay, so that's what we'll do. No, then. we have to wear them on Saturday. Which, by the way, I need to get an Arsenal jersey. This by week. the way, I am. I, I need to th- get the red Obamian. Hey, so big cats on the donut train. I need to introduce you to a spot called Do It Right Donut. I think and well, chicken. How about this? I don't uh, know if Steve has tried it before. Do It Right uh, Donuts. If, okay. if anyone from Chicago has tried it, let us know. Well, I'll tell you it's really this. Good. I've had it. Pistachio. Um, they have a pistachio donut. I think well, Caitlin like. works on Saturday, this week. Okay. So let's get the do right donuts, and we can save her some. But we can hang out, and watch some college football. Mate, I say we get the donuts and the coffee, and since the, the activity is going to spill over the lunch, their chicken sandwiches are second to none. Okay, only Popeyes beats. Well, them. I'm sold. Let's go just before college football kicks off because we don't have Premier League next week. So what are we going to do? That's sad. Nonce about. I am sad. Uh, and also, Big Ten isn't even playing, so it's going to be like... College football. Well, we got the Ragin' Cajuns. That's true. College football, coastal. to me, hits different without fans. the Big Ten playing. Oh. I was the only say conference I kind of enjoy watching is the SEC, but, you know, that's Well, I was going to say fans, and I... Fans? Dude, I, I kind of sent them a tweet, but, man, you really realize how much fans contribute to all this. Like, sports are awesome right now, but, like I said, with the soccer stadiums, like Elon Road, like... How imagine imagine how Villa would have been with for that win. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? Well, speaking of which, I looked ahead to my birthday. I'm like, all right, so when we all end up hanging out at, at our at, at my parents' place, that's what is occurring. Um I wanna watch sports. And yeah. basically it's my birthday, so I'm gonna say what I wanna do and we're gonna do that. Okay. Okay. And I try to see, are there any big games on that day? Well, you know, all the Premier League games are gonna be in the morning, so that doesn't count. And the Big Ten starts the week after. Guess what we get, though? We get Georgia-Bama that night. Oh, wow. So let's watch that. That'll be, a, that's, that'll be what we're watching. I'll be betting on that game. Yeah, so um, will I, mate. Okay. I have a question, though. Yeah. And also for the viewers, what's like? do you have a tradition for your birthday that like you have this food? Like, for, like I was going to ask you, what's the food you want? Like, do you want Lou Malnati's pizza? Do you want mom's Giordano's pizza? Want G- oh, you're a Gio's guy. Yeah. Giordano's pizza. That's what I've been getting the last few years, right? So, my tradition is chilies. Yes, that's a good one. I actually enjoy chilies. 
Yeah, you know, you know what you people haven't jumped make, on. People laugh at it, but Chili's is good. You know, because you, you've jumped on the margarita train. No, you've been a margarita guy when we go to Chili's. Traditionally, you were my cherry coke partner. Yep. You've kind of veered away from that. Well, next time we go, I'll get it. Next time, get the cherry coke. <clears throat> yeah, the che- well, there there are a few things. Cherry it's coke, the grenadine. It's not cherry coke. Let's right. Clear it's that good. Out. It's good cherry coke, and the lava cake at the end. The molten cake. The molten cake. Sorry, that's what it's called. You gotta get the molten cake. Yeah. Outside cake. and the fajitas are. Someone electric. in the party's got to get a fajitas. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, well, that's, 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 that's been me lately. I'm a fajitas guy. Because I don't. I haven't seen their ribs. baby back ribs. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't seen ribs on their menu lately. I don't know if they got rid of them or, Which or would what. Be wild. Their their uh, salsa is pretty good too. Just gotta say. Oh, the bottomless chips and salsa is fire there, bro. See what I mean? Chili's is underrated. Maybe we should go to Chili's instead of Do Right Donuts on Sunday. No, mate. Do Right on Donuts. Saturday, but they're gonna deliver it to us. So that's there oh, isn't okay. a Chili's in Chicago. That's unreal. Unreal. Except okay. for at the airport. So Which <laughs> big big cat always big, has before he goes. <laughs> yeah. Big COVID hotspot right now. Yeah. So um, let's go to now some of the – so that's pretty much that. Uh, I do want to mention the EPL draft table that we had. Mm-hmm. I was able to go over the goal differential. Uh, we'll see if I post that tonight. But Steve's tweet said he thought it was a four-team race, which is now turning into a three-team race for the EPL draft table. You're winning. Arine, you have 32 points with your teams. Again, this was when we did the draft with the panel. We all picked our teams. Arian's got 32 points with a plus 16 goal difference. Not a boys. Brian's got 31 points with a plus 17 goal difference. So you guys are tight there. I have 26 points, not terribly far behind, with minus two somehow. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> uh, Steve has 13 points, half of me. Yeah. So there's a big gap with a minus nine goal difference. And Jeff, <laughs> Jeff has nine points with a minus 22 goal difference. Um, that's unreal. So I'm going to put guys when I post it, we'll put the points. We'll put, uh, we'll see if there's space for goals for goals against, but I'll definitely put your goal difference up there. Um, as I'm entering it into Excel files, cause we're getting deep in the season and I've done all of these manually, but I think we're going to, I'm going to put them in Excel, uh, based on the table. Uh, so let's go to some of our polls. Uh, oh, before we do, I almost forgot. Nikhil said Bengals. We asked him his NFL teammate. My NFL team is the Cincinnati Bengals. We should have known that based off FC Cincinnati. I know it's an embarrassing, but... It could have been the Lions. But I'm a ride-or-die kind of guy. Hashtag Uday. Hashtag 316-1. and one. I will say, hey, you got a fun quarterback to watch, right? Back in the day, too, that Carson palmer Ocho Cinco combo was pretty lethal. Yeah? They had a good running back, too. I forget who it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, I got thing, one right now, too. Joe Mixon. So. The other thing I want to say is... We hit pretty well on our ITK stuff that we put out there. Just, just that's all I want to say. Pretty decent. Yeah. Okay. Do you, you agree or not? Very. <laughs> I think it was hundred percent. Yeah. Anything I, that's reported through that is hundred percent. Me, I throw occurred. shit out in our group chat, like the Mario Goats are rumors. Yeah, but but when it comes to this, you're you're a little more careful with this than with than this, a group chat. Yes. Anything that came out here in general was hitting. And some of them we did scoop it before that it, it came up on Bleacher Report. So I'll say, Bleacher Report, suck it. There's always a good rush when you break it before, like, indie. Yeah, oh, that's rare. I think only one of these was that. Indie usually breaks it before, before me. But that's because I hear it from him and I want another source. <laughs> he, um, he misses a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. That's why I wait for another, but lately, another source. Actually, this transfer window, he's been on point, actually. He was pretty good. There are a few other good good guys in there. But, yeah, everything that was mentioned there just happened as is. The Cavani thing, 
we wrote on here one day before he actually signed. So just just throwing that out there. Um, all right. With that said, uh, let's go to, shall we do player of the week? The week three player of the week. You guys, the votes are in. 69%. Nice. Picked Jamie Vardy. 19% picked Connor Hurahan. 7% went with Callum Robinson. And 5% went with Gerard Bowen. He's got a lot Bowen. of votes, too. So Yeah. Uh, decent decent unanimous output. Unanimous decision on this one. Yeah. A lot of people liked Vardy with his. He had a hat trick, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, our Mount Rushmore picks, right? So, which is going to lead into this week's Mount Rushmore. Um, we were even 50 50. And there were a decent amount of votes. So, again, it was the Mount Rushmore of current EPL captains. Uh, my captains were Henderson, Coleman, Abamiang, Azpilicueta, Arian Had Grealish, Zaha, Casper Schmeichel, and Connor Cody. Uh, Brian did say he voted for me. Honestly, I would have chosen all four of his over any of Arian's. Shrug emoji. Um, Thoughts? It is what it is. Okay. I, I mean, it's preference. We had a draw. I think. Um, I think. Oh, I noticed the trend though. You you like guys that led by vocal, like they were very vocal. I guess I like those that maybe did it through example, like through how they played. Is that a fair? Well, I think that's how it came out. Uh, I don't think. I think Aubameyang is one that does by how he plays. I think he's he a talks. little bit of both though. Because I think he does a lot of things behind the scenes with, like, um, relationship with players. And also, like you said, he's working with the board, I think, and getting certain players. No? Well, after they signed him. But I will say, like, you wouldn't have thought he would be that when he was with Dortmund. But when you? I think Jordan Henderson, uh, a modern-day Seamus Coleman, and a, and a Dave, I think well, those Dave guys... Well, Dave definitely, yeah. yeah. Those I think those guys are more vocal. Like, sure. They command things. Well, Connor Cody's pretty vocal, too, with you. I think we have a good mix. This is a good mix. I, I thought it was a good I mix. I mean, Wolf Zaha and Jack Grealish are... Okay. So let's do this week's uh, Mount... Because that one already got voted on. It was 50-50. So what are we going to do? I think we have to go to the last winner, and the last winner can pick. Who won the last one? Why don't we just flip this in the... You won the last one. Okay, so you get to pick... No, 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 there's no flip. You won the last one, so you retain. What do you want? And, and oh, for, by the way, we didn't tell people. We're going to do the Mount... It's today's Mount Juice more. <laughs> Uh, which juices are the best juices? Yeah. So, um, what do you want? You um, this is tough, man. I'll go first. Okay, you want the first pick? Unanimous. Oh boy, orange. Yeah, I knew you were gonna pick that. Okay, orange juice. Get first. out of the way. Uh, okay, so it's good by itself, especially McDonald's orange juice. It's cracked. Um, a lot of things stem from it, like Sunny D, mm-hmm. and it's good for smoothies. Good in smoothies. Right. Underrated. And a drink mixer. Mimosas. Mimosas. Yeah. Screwdrivers. Yeah. You name it. So yeah. That's why I'm going to go orange. Very versatile. So you want it to be healthy. You want to turn up with it. You want to, you know, a lot of things. That's a good first pick. I'm going to go with one that's a little out there, but it tastes electric. You got the next two. Yeah. I like cranapple. Fuck me. I didn't think you'd choose that. Otherwise, I'd go with, with cranapple at one. I'm a big cranapple guy. Oh, that's bullshit. It's a good drink. I'm blown. I like cranberry, but I like cranapple a little more because it has a little sweetness to it. Bro, I was not prepared for you to say cranapple. Well, I've done it. And then the other one that Fuck. I don't think you're going to say, but I have to pick because, and I don't think a lot of people will like this. I think this is just a me thing. Pineapple juice. I'm a big pineapple juice guy. Oh, wow. I think pineapple juice is what electric. they say pineapple juice does. So well, then it's good that it's me. good for my wife that I like pineapple juice. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Pineapple juice is so damn good. The problem is it can be a little sweet, so you gotta be careful on that. But you can uh-huh. even mix drinks in with pineapple. Pina juice. colada. Yeah. Isn't that is that or is that coconut? 
Mm, I think it's pineapple and coconut. But, you know, I mean... That is my favorite beach drink is a pina colada. It's top. So pineapple and cranapple for me. I guess I like apples in there. You got orange, so you're up next. Please don't pick mine. I got the next two, mate. Yeah. I'm going to go with cranberry. Okay. I'm a big cranberry juice guy. Yeah, I figured you'd pick that one. So it's, yeah, I'm a... Same thing as the last one. You could mix it with alcohols. You so can mix good, it out good, good by itself. And, right. Uh, hey, you got a UTI? Congrats. Get some cranberry <laughs> juice. Yep. Um, and I don't think you have this one, but it might arguably be my favorite. Cherry. Uh, yep, I did. That was my next pick. Cherry juice is uh, underrated. Really great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there that goes. Well, with that pick that you took of mine, I've got to go with my, I mean, it makes it easy for me. I really have two top runners after that. I mean, I think this one's because I'm Persian. I don't know if anyone else likes this. I'm a big pomegranate juice guy. Yeah. What's the, well, there's that one brand that's huge, Palm. palm yeah, Palm. Yeah, P-O-M, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the other thing, too, is sometimes if it's too strong, just mix it in with a little water. Water's down a bit. It's such a good drink. Um, it's super rich. Also, this one might not be highly rated, but I'm a big tropical guy, as you'll see. I had pineapple. I like mango as well. Have you ever had mango juice? No, I'm not. It's electric mango. I got to go with mango as my, my, my last pick. So I got cranapple, pineapple, pomegranate, mango, as you can tell. So I'm stuck between two, but I, my childhood would uh, would hate me if I didn't say this. Apple juice. Apple, I, I, yeah. Apple juice, man. I mean, I laughed when we were doing it because I was like, bro, one time we went to a Chicago fire tailgate, and my friend that, <laughs> doesn't, and my friend that doesn't drink. Uh, I think we were actually underage at the time too, right? <laughs> you were, you yeah. were, to be fair to him. Um, but like that was the time we just get absolutely trashed at them and just have a great time. But, um, we were all drinking beer and this too, cause you go, Hey, like what beers do you guys want? Right. You know, being the cool older brother that was, you know, saying, all right, yeah, right you guys you guys drinks. Yeah. um, he just goes, Hey man, just, I'll just get an apple juice. And you were like, what? <laughs> you were so confused, but this man was, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he just ended up getting an apple juice. <laughs> I think we were like 18 or 19. 19 probably. But bananas. Yeah. Um, bananas. But it, to be fair, though, it was very early in the morning, but we still turned up. Who cares? Yep. So I think I was taking dodgy vodka shots. Hey, some homemade vodka. I think that was the day you brought the fireball in your pants sleeve, isn't it? No, that was That's a uh, different Logan game? Paul. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Logan Paul's last game. Almost got kicked out, but uh, shout out Joe Sway for saving me. Yeah, right. I also oh, jumped God. the fence to hug Benji. Oh, wow. That's, wow. Yeah, he's a nonce. He's a nonce. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Legit, he nonced about. Yeah, I jumped over the uh, the the barrier yeah. for our section to hug a player. To and I almost got kicked out because I was smashed. Yeah. And he, My fire days were lit. So he became our a nonce. Our fire days were lit. He became a nonce. So, Come on, mate. He's a good guy. He is. Come on. Well, he was. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know what's happened since we stopped seeing him. Uh, so the final results, and I'm going to say this, I think you'll win by the people that take like the safe for once. I had the erratic picks. You had (laughs) orange, cranberry, cherry, apple. And I think of those cherry might be the wildest one, but I think they're all solid. I would have cups of all of them. I think I went a little wild here with my cran apple, pineapple, pomegranate, 
mango. No, I'm a huge fan of all yours. I'd imagine I'd be a mango fan because there isn't anything mango I don't like. I usually like those mango smoothies from the Chinese places. Ma- I was about to tell you, those mango, mango smoothies are clutch. They are. The one thing on that list that I'm not a fan of, and I don't know why, I, it's my favorite fruit, but it's my least favorite juice is pomegranate. Yeah. I th- For me, I don't know what it is. It's it too just sour? tastes so... I don't even taste the sourness in the juice. Really? That's the thing. Oh, I think it's a weird thing with my taste buds, but... Whatever they do different with that juice, it just doesn't hit with me. Do you have any, um, any um, what do we call them? Yeah. Shout outs or what, yeah, what do we call grape. them? Yeah, grape. Grape yep. juice. Bro. I had grape there too. Grape juice is fucking yeah. underrated. Yep. What else do you have? Uh, that's, um, and I recently had this, acai juice. Oh, from Costco. I didn't think about that. That's a good shout. That was really good when we had it. Our parents got it because they know we've been de- delving in the acai bowl game. Oh, yeah. The acai- um, oh, maybe that's what we'll get. Yeah. Hmm. I actually had some today. Okay. During my lecture. Wow, there I haven't had it for a while. I had a 20 ouncer. My shout outs, my extra honorable mentions. You, no one's going to like this one, but I, for some reason, carrot juice. I like carrot juice. I also like this one. It constipates you, mate. This is one of the few that I think a lot of people don't like this, but I'm a big tomato juice guy, especially spicy tomato, the V8. And also because you can put it in a Bloody Mary. So I'm a big tomato juice guy. It's just, it's just you can't have a lot of it, mate. Yeah, no, I know. That's true. Well, I, yeah, because of sodium. Well, and it just gives you heartburn, no? Yeah, well, that's the problem, though. The low-sodium ones, but they don't taste as good. They have those. No, they, they don't. don't. It's like good. it's like the Persian yogurt drink. Right, yeah. You got to have that shit carbonated, yeah, carbonated. otherwise it, it ain't. It's not it. It ain't it. Uh, so I also honorable mentions to uh, Juice Williams, former Illinois quarterback. I What? <laughs> juice, because he's a oh, juice. Oh, yeah. And your boy, Juice World. Who, oh, know, okay. That oh, you just got my respect <laughs> one million percent. I thought it'd be fun to I'm throw some juice, juice guys in there. Ju- uh, yeah, I'm a big Juice World guy. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, yeah. So, do you remember Juice Williams from Illinois? The Illini quarterback. Yeah, Rose okay. Bowl. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> okay. I remember okay. Juice. I thought I'd throw those guys Hometown, in there. Hometown, Washington, like, D.C. There are some I pretty good juices as well. Yep. Uh, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, let's make some fun with this. Uh, so. Uh, again, going back to it, I orange, cranberry, cherry, apple. I had pineapple, pomegranate, mango, cranapple. Again, I have a feeling you'll win, but you got to stay true to what you're going to pick. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, other people let us know your Mount Juice more. Lately, people have been saying who they'd vote for, but they haven't been giving us their picks. So, guys, don't slack. All right. Now, let's go to we just talked about Benji Hoya. <laughs> Let's go to... Oh, I, I really feel bad with, with I know, slating him. I know, I know, I know, whatever. Uh, last week's winner, for some weird reason, we had a lot of votes come in, so there must have been... <laughs> I don't know, Eric Dyer won with 58% <laughs> for having the shit. Uh, Neil Maupay got 16%, and Rick Renteria tied with Rick Shantz at 13%. Steve goes, can't vote for a guy who's just got to go. When you got to go, you got to go. Brian, how is Eric Dyer the nuns? What's the lad supposed to do? Shit on the field? Well, I mean, that's what uh, that what Lineker thinks. I voted Mape because I'm tired of his shit. That nonsense is only acceptable when you're good like Diego Costa, not when you're shit like Neil Mape. Yeah. <laughs> Although he scored four goals, just, you know, even though I hate him. I said I agree with you. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't when we talked about Eric Dyer. So Eric Dyer wins last week. This week, who will be nonsense of the week? You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. Uh, it's not a strong field. I'll say that ah. off the bat. Uh, but we have a few. So we'll start off. Let's start off with uh, Harry Maguire for being utterly trash, for pulling his – mainly for the play that he pulls Luke Shaw down on and they give up a goal. I mean, he just stinks. He purely stinks. 
Um, so Luke Shaw's on there. Any thoughts on Luke Shaw being there? Um, yeah, he's a nonce, man. I don't know what the deal is with Luke Shaw. He's disappointing. No, no. <laughs> Harry McGuire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Arian wasn't paying attention, so I've asked him a question. He was texting on his phone. <laughs> All right, so. Harry Maguire uh, for pulling down Luke Shaw. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this being week, terrible. I, you know, I. I wanted. We haven't really got too much out of Jerem. Shout out Jerem. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll have to. Well, you might not want to. Come I want to know what you where United stand with Harry Maguire after this past off season and and how his performance has been this year. You know what? How much longer can you take this? Maybe we'll have to have him on after the international break I, is back. Let's yeah. get Jerem back on. Yeah. Shout out Jerem. Shout out Jerem. Uh, now, these two were putting on Eric Lamella and Anthony Martial because I'm very curious to know how everyone else feels about who the bigger nonce was. Yeah. Eric Lamella first, Shithousery, definitely putting the elbow in first and then flopping like a fish when, I don't know if that was a little love tap. And then Anthony Martial for even engaging in that. I mean, just stay out of it. I mean, it wasn't worth it. The whole play was nonce. So, yeah. So, they're both up. So, there are your three options. We already have two United players off a terrible week. The last one... Was what was supposed to be a United player. Not anymore. It's the trio of Ben Chilwell, Jaden Sancho, and Tammy Abraham. They were filmed attending a packed birthday party ahead of the squad meetup. That is uh, Tammy Abraham's birthday is what it was. Uh, The football stars were in a gathering of about 20 friends and family, clearly flouting strict COVID-19 laws. Birthday boy Tammy Abraham is seen here dancing amongst the guests on Saturday. Uh, a singing Sancho belts out a tune as his face mask hangs around his chin. With all three due, uh, due to play against Wales on Thursday, it is feared they've put the national team in jeopardy, is what the article says. There seems to be little social distancing at Saturday's surprise bash for Abraham's 23rd birthday. Thoughts? All right. um, I mean, uh, yeah, we could put him for nonce, but... Okay, I feel bad for for Tammy Abraham for getting in trouble because the poor man just walked through his front door and the right. party was there. That's true. That's true. So should we should we just make it chill well in Sancho then? I don't know. You know, because I don't know who set it up. It could have been his mom for all we fucking know, right? So, um, you know, I, I I don't really want to consider. I think they're Nazis for publicizing it, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, I don't think that's really a bad thing to do. So who's your nonce this week then? It's fair to say I don't think you're going to pick them. Oh, no. So who's your um, guy? What are they again? What are the, so we got Harry Maguire, these lads. Who are the other ones? Uh, Maguire, uh, Martial, Lamella, and then these lads. I'm going to give it to Eric Lamella. Okay. I don't want to give it to Tony. I agree. I, I agree just want to give it to Lamella. Okay. I agree with Lamella. All right, so let let us know who your nonce of the week is. Again, not crazy candidates. And I was mentioning this before the show. It's like, what? Ha- I mean, first of all, please, if you see some, let us know. But it's like, back in the day, I feel like we had guys that were wanking in parking lots, were getting tattoos on their eyes. Well, because they could drive the parking lot. Yeah. Like, you know. It was a bit wild. Now we're, like, people are staying home and being sensible. Well, not everyone's being sensible. But, like, the people that we can put up for nonce, we all declared we're permanent nonces already. So what can we do? Well, I mean... Well, you can't do anything about it. Donald so Trump ho- has already been up there enough, so we can't put him back on there. Right. So hopefully we have someone better soon. That said, let's go to our final edition until December, until a couple months of the Transfer Corner.
right. So we didn't have too much going on until yesterday, which yeah. is the deadline. But before that, even we had, I don't know if you've heard some of these guys, Wesley Fofana going from Saint Etienne to Leicester. He's a, a center back, highly rated, decent, uh, you know, get for them because West Ham was going for him. Rian Brewster going from Liverpool to Sheffield United on $23.5 million. Well, that is a hell of a deal you guys got for him. Um, Nick, shout out Nikhil. He did tweet this at us too, but it did get confirmed. Moise Keane going from Everton to PSG on loan. Wow. Uh, did you know about that or no? Yeah, I saw it. Like, All right. I think I saw it yesterday. Then when we get to the main ones, I'm just going to – I'll just kind of read the important ones because these all happened yesterday of well-known players, I guess. Ryan Sessegnon. Hadn't heard of him in a while. Goes from Tottenham to Hoffenheim on loan. Matteo Darmian goes from Parma to Inter Milan on loan. Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting somehow continues to play on big teams. Goes from Paris Saint-Germain to Bayern Munich. On a free. On a free, which is wild. Uh, Douglas Costa goes from Juventus to Bayern Munich on a loan. Speaking of Douglas Costa. Wait, he went where? To Bayern Munich on loan. So I didn't know about that. Check this He's out. He's back there? Doug, yeah. So Douglas Costa got bought by Bayern Munich way back in the day, right? Then he was loaned to Juventus. Now Juventus has bought him, and they've loaned him back to Bayern Munich. It's wild. It's one of the funnier things you'll ever see. Uh, Douglas Costa's best years were with Bayern. Would you agree yeah. with me? I think so, yeah. So I'll continue while you're looking through that. That's banana. Yeah. Ruben Vinagre going from Wolves to Olympiacos on loan. Matteo Genduzzi going from Arsenal to Hertha Berlin on loan. Uh, Bakayoko, Timuria Bakayoko going from Chelsea to Napoli on loan. Rashid Gazal from Leicester to Besiktas on loan. Chris Smalling, 13.6 million permanent transfer done to Roma. So I think that was great pickup for Roma. He's played well for them. Why would United not? (laughs) Stupid. Just plain stupid. Sofian Buffal going from Southampton to Ajaire on loan. Gerard De La Feu going from Watford to Udinese on loan. I guess he didn't want to play in the championship. And Lucas Torreira going from Arsenal to Atletico Madrid on loan. Uh, that's the last international one. Now jumping to the Premier League. Just a couple stuff uh, going on, a couple things going on there. Ben Godfrey from Norwich to Everton, $25 million. We talked about that being possible. Alex Tellez looks like he might put up a fight with uh, Shaw for his spot. $13.6 million from Porto to Man United on a permanent. Edinson Cavani going from ballet lessons to Manchester United on a free. Uh, Theo Walcott from Everton to Southampton on a loan, going back to his uh, beginnings, his first club. The fake Rafinha with a PH from Rennes to Leeds, $17 million plus add-ons. Joachim Anderson from Lyon to Fulham on loan. Did you know of him? No. Robin Olsen is the goalie that Everton ended up getting after failing to get Sergio Romero. They uh, got Robin Olsen on loan. Uh, Facundo Pellistri from Penarol to Manchester United, £9 million. Have you heard of this lad? No. Uh, another Tosin Aradibioyo, Man City to Fulham, undisclosed. Malang Sar going from Chelsea to Porto on loan. Marco Grujic going from Liverpool to Porto on loan. You, you know about that one? Yeah. Felipe Anderson going from West Ham to Porto on loan. <laughs> Porto just getting all the Premier League players. And finally, Thomas Party from Atletico Madrid to Arsenal for 45.3 million pounds. So this thing finally happened. Which are we going to Which uh, that one? That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny? When, when did we first talk about transfers? I brought his name up like three months ago. I go, we're going to get Thomas Party. And we did. There was a lot of back and forth. Um, 45. 
0.3 million, I think, for his type of player not is not a bad deal. Um, he's he's not necessarily a a defensive midfielder. He he's a box to box that can defend. He's strong. He actually has good ball handling skills. I'm just happy because it's an upgrade from Mohamed El Neni. I mean, it's it, let's face it. Um, and the way they did this, I don't know if you heard about this. The reason they held it so they did it so late is that they've been going in on him all summer, and Atletico Madrid would not bring down the price. They say either you pay the release clause or you don't get him, right? Oh, yeah. So this happened all year, and then they wanted Lucas Torreira. Like, well, by the way, though, we want Lucas Torreira. And we're like, uh, okay, well, how about we give you Lucas Torreira, and then you take a little off that party price, right? And they're like, no, we don't want to do that. That's a separate deal. So here's what Arsenal did. I don't know if you heard about this. They said, okay, you can have Lucas Torreira on loan uh, with no option to buy. This was about two, three days ago before the deadline. But in order to sign him, Atletico had to get rid of a player. They had to get rid of either like Herrera or someone else. They, they said, we're not getting rid of party. So you know what Mikel Arteta did in the board? The day of the deadline, they went and paid his release clause. And there's nothing Atletico can do about that. In Spanish football, if you pay the release clause, you do not have to negotiate with the team. The player has to agree, and then that's it. They're yours. If you meet whatever release clause is in the La Liga uh, uh, contract, that player is yours. And they were fuming. Diego Simeone was pissed. I heard about that, yeah. And that's why. Because he, but he deserves it. They, not him, their board, played hardball all year. Arsenal said, hey, listen, we're trying to make a deal with you. They said, nope, pay the release clause or else. And that's what they did. And that's how he ended up being well, their player. Yeah. So, in the end, that's that. Um, of all the transfers you saw there, and I don't want to make it and all you about know, party. And if you I'm, really want party, then make him like if you're Diego Simeone if you really value him that much get him to sign a new contract with a higher release clause well and they did they did try doing that but it, it, I guess they couldn't come to an agreement uh, I think he did have his mindset on going to Arsenal from a while ago I think Mikel Arteta talked to him from a while back and so they <laughs> held on this because they thought they could maybe get our and they were going to just go in for party at the end if they had enough money well, the hour thing fell apart, so they were like, well, let's just get parties. He's our, he's our and guy. And you know, fuck Atletico Madrid and fuck Diego I Simeone, knew you'd say that. I was, so. That's why I shared the story, because yeah, I knew you're not a big them. Atletico guy. <laughs> I don't like them. They're all a bunch of pussies. They play pussy ball. <laughs> well, and that's why I, I, you know, I was so mad at them during this whole thing. It's like, it's really easy. Just do the thing. Do you think they ruined Thomas Lamar? Just a side note. Yeah. Okay. And you know what the wild part is? He chose them over Liverpool. Like, this is mean. I'm mean biased, but I think... Look, if you're if you're someone that's in the prime or going into your prime of your career, you got to make the big move. What what do you see yourself accomplishing at Atletico Madrid? Don't get me wrong; they're one of those teams that will always be in Champions League. But will they win Champions League? No. Will they win La Liga? Let's be real. Maybe once every ten years. So no. <laughs> yeah. Like they're one of those teams that is good if you're like a 21, 22 year old, maybe. But if you're a little older than that. Dude, don't you're wasting your time. Right. Go to like a go to like a, a big team. Go well, to if you're an offensive like, player, defensive players can thrive there. I mean, I want I dude, but like, if I'm a, it depends what you value. If you value trophies and winning shit, fuck that. Yeah. No. You think uh, I'm gonna end this out before I ask the next question? Thomas Party, good signing for Arsenal. Yeah, I think it's a good signing. To be honest, I don't know too much about him and. 
I don't know why. I mean, I this is the first time I've kind of heard and him. And he out. played against you guys two legs. They said he played well. I, I didn't see all of them, I'll be honest. I, but I didn't know of him before that um, because we played against him. So I knew about him. Yeah. I, I don't know too much about this guy. But my concern with him is why was Arsenal the only team in for him? That's what a lot of people are saying they're surprised with. So I don't know. We'll see. I think maybe his age profile because he's, he's 27, I think. So a lot of teams don't see resale value for him. That's what a lot of teams are doing these days. And if you look across the board, I think Man United's got that type of player. They And that's another thing I was going to mention. They got Van de Beek and haven't played him. I don't know what, what that is all about. But they have, I think, like a like a party on steroids with Pogba. That's the type of guy he's supposed to be. Uh, so they got that covered. I think a lot of teams have the type of guy he is covered, or his Arsenal needed a guy like that. Like the, I mean, he takes Mohamed El spot in the midfield, so yeah, that's a, that's a big upgrade. I want to ask you this: Edinson Cavani signing a two-year deal with Manchester United. Uh, rumor becoming reality. This is what we what was posted on our account. Will he be another Falcao, or will he be more influential? Um, I don't know who he'd start over. You know, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a decent amount of votes. There's sixty-two percent. Said he'll be better than Falcao. You can't be worse than Falcao. That's why. <laughs> if he had four goals and four assists in his 28 United games, Falcao did. Right. Do you think Edison Cavani will do better than that? I think he'll do better. Um, I think he'll be decent, but it's just... is The way I look at it, is he that much of an upgrade from what they have? I don't think so. So that's what I'm saying. There's no doubt in my mind that he's a good player, but for what you're paying him, is he really that much... Like, like for example, who would he start for? Uh, that's a good question. Right? Like, do who do you put him in the starting 11 well, for? And that's my other question. So, yeah, you're right about that. Who does he replace? And also, look at the guys that they have playing on the wings. Greenwood, Martial. Now, these guys, aren't they better at the striker position? They needed a winger and they didn't look, get one. James be- Sancho, they should have paid the money. Look, they're better, they're younger, and they need the playing time more. Yeah. Um, they do need, I don't know why they didn't, Look, you could take those weekly wages and put them into the um, Jane Sancho thing. And uh, look, I, I said it this: I said if if United does not get Jane Sancho this transfer, they're not getting him at all. And I, I already know there are two or three teams that are monitoring him. They didn't want to get him this season. One of them being my team. Yeah. I mean, next year Liverpool is going to be in for him. You're going to have Barcelona and Real Madrid probably after him. I could see City being in for him too. You guys, City from the Premier League. No, no, I don't know if he'd go back there. That's true. Um, but you know what I mean? I think right. I, United's board is is trash right now. Uh-huh. I think you could put them up there with, with Arsenal's board as far as being trash. I think they're a little worse right now. As, as, well, as, as well as Barcelona's board being absolute trash. I think United, Ed Woodward, is is hot garbage at the moment. You could look at his transfers right here. I don't know right if he's here. worse than Arsenal's, though. Arsenal's is really bad. I think they made some good signings this year compared to United. Well, they don't even sign people anymore, though. Like, Thomas Party was your biggest signing since when was the last guy you got... Like, who was the last big guy you guys signed with more than over $40 million? Over $40 million? Aubameyang. When was that? Uh, I think it was the winter transfer window of, like, 2018 or 17 or something like that when oh. he came. And then we actually got Lacazette the summer before, okay. which is, that was That was a bit of a waste. But, yeah, I mean, before all of that, it had been... I don't Ozil. know. Ozil just... had been the record signing until... Things like this make me thankful that even though I have a team that financially isn't 
a powerhouse. I don't think any of the two teams they mentioned were, are either. Maybe United, but who knows? That they, they get those deals done. Well, I think because you guys sell a lot of your players for really good value. But still, like, Diego Yota out of nowhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, like, these guys that they, you know, uh, like, Nabi Keita, we eventually got him. Like, Van Dyke, oh, that whole saga, we eventually got him. We also paid a lot for Pepe last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind. Maybe, our, maybe Arsenal. <laughs> maybe it's Arsenal. Our fa- and I think he's worth it, though, because you guys f- don't play him. That's because our fans kick up a stink. He... Our title will eventually play him. The guy, the kid is what twenty two. Remember when Raheem Sterling started? I'm not going to say he's. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Raheem Sterling. But remember when he had no, some trouble starting out, like younger, and then he's grown into it. I think Mikel Arteta is going to work. I think that's his project. Pepe's his project. But Raheem Sterling would be perfect at Liverpool right now. <laughs> he's a, he's a turning. I mean, he's a, he was a good player there, but he's turned into an even better player. He's they whatever they've done with him is outstanding. That said, in terms of transfers, coming back to this transfer corner. Um, let, quickly mentioning Woodward, I thought he, if you don't play Vanderbeek, why did you sign him? Why, like you said, the wages for Cavani, all this other shit could have gone. You just get two guys. You get Jaden Sancho, and I think the other guy they got that was pretty good was Alex Telesh. I think because of how bad Luke Shaw has been, that's a good signing. But man, center back, I don't know. I know you spent a lot on McGuire last year, but geez, so they're in trouble. Outside of that, what was your favorite? Signing or loan deal or what did you think was really good out of what you heard that might have been surprising from who uh, anywhere uh, any anything that was made on like deadline day or this week um shit um I can't really think of like a well a surprising one for me was Ross Barkley mm-hmm. I think that was a really good low key one uh, Thomas Party was good mm-hmm. I'd say those are probably the two that stick out the most for me like right off the bat. I'd have to think of the other one. You know, you mentioned it. I really like the Ross Barkley one. I think that he was a guy that has potential just waiting to come out, and I think the role he'll have at Villa is really good for him. And then and also, it's really good for Villa. That's a good shout. Also, Allen on, yeah? uh, on Everton. Yes. Well, James. How can we forget James? Well, the Everton trio of James, Allen, and Ducore were all really good. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Guys, let us know who your favorite transfer was. Um, not necessarily, but if you had to choose one, who do you think? Me? I mean, not, <laughs> you're gonna be biased a little bit, eh? No, 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 no. Uh, as things stand, because, I'm gonna go with James because of how well he's playing there right now. I yeah, didn't, I didn't expect it. As it stands now, yeah, I'm gonna go with James. Another one, and I'm, and I'm not just saying this to be a, a dick I, because I'm a big Ollie Watkins guy. I think he could help Villa a lot too. <laughs> I think Ollie Watkins and 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 Barkley and Maddie Cash. Honestly, if you want to, it's between Villa and Everton to who's had the best window. Straight I'll give up. it to Everton. You think it's Everton? I think that Everton's the easier shout. But if you look at Villa, the pieces that fit in, where they put them, I think that just, let's watch. Let's see what happens, man. I agree. Um, but yeah, good stuff there. Let's see. Uh, Fantasy Corner. Uh, top scores this week. Uh, Grealish, 24. Watkins, 19. Chilwell, 18. James Rodriguez, 18, and Son with 18. And that leads to the top incomings. It's pretty much those guys. Son, James, Chilwell, Calvert-Lewin, and Harry Kane. Top outgoings, the fraud, Timo Werner. KDB, Aubameyang, because he hasn't done much fantasy-wise. Mitrovic has been really quiet this year. And Reese James. So, going to the defense goalie side of things. That's where we stand on Fantasy Corner. Are there any guys that stand out to you? You don't have to say their fantasy value, but any defenders that you'd say, hey, Look out for this guy. Might be someone I have on this list. I don't know. 
Ben Chilwell. Okay. I think five point five mil. If you have Aaron Wan Bissaka, drop him for Ben Chilwell. Wan Bissaka's five seven. Chilwell's five six. I like Chilwell a little more. Uh, I think Aaron Cresswell has been really good for West Ham lately. I don't know if their defense will hold up, but he's had a lot of assists. Yeah, yeah. He's well. a, he's the cheaper alternative. He's about four point nine million. And if you're going goalie, and this is bias, and I don't give a damn, I think he's done a damn good job this season. Emmy Martinez of Aston Villa. Four point six million is his cost. A lot of the big goalies are five million. I think that Villa is a decent team, and I think he'll still face shots. But I think he's a good enough goalie to stop the shots he'll face. Like they're not all high scoring opportunities. Yeah. So that's my shout there. Now let's go to the gambling corner. Not a good week. Not a good week at all. Not one person won money this week. I lost five on the Arsenal-Leicester parlay. You lost 10 on your parlay, and you hit on every game. You had 10 to win 48 bucks, mate. And you hit on Wolves. You hit on Everton. You hit on Leicester-West Ham over 2.5. The one that didn't hit was Leeds and City over 2.5, which is the bet that I thought was the safest. Yeah. So to me, that was the biggest robbery of the week. Um, Trevor, shout-out Trevor, T-Mac, in his debut, lost five. Had a three-team parlay of Wolves, Leicester, and Man City. Leicester and Man City did not win, so that was a big yikes. Brian goes to minus 10. He put all 10 on Leeds, Man City, over 4.5. So, because he, he moved the line to over 4.5, went plus 305, he loses 10 bucks. And Steve, he did gain 240 on Everton, lost 3 on Leicester. And there's one game, mate. <laughs> Steve, you got to clarify this for us. You said over 3.5. But I don't know what game it was on. So I trust you. Just pull up the screenshot or just tell me. I mean, I trust you. It's, it, it was only over a few bucks. So overall, pending that score, you lost 60 cents this week. I don't know which game was over three and a half. Just let me know. Um, so where do we stand after that? Well, we used to be, all be positives. Now, Steve leads the way, plus 1369. I'm in second at plus 1059. Trevor's in third, the newcomer, with just minus five. Brian's in fourth with minus 10. And then Arian with minus 11.27. Our picks will come in next week. Again, there are no matches this week. No gambling corner to pick. Are you going to reassess your strategy? Yeah. 100%. So you seem to go for the big shot. You've missed two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. What's, what, what are you going to think? What are you going to do going into next week? I'll think week? of some alternative ways. But, you know, I, I really did like my last bet. Okay. Uh, maybe. You were close. Maybe don't go as big, but still do it. You were really so close. So instead of putting 10, maybe put 5. Yeah. Get myself out of the hole and then go for it again. Okay, fair get enough. Get knocked down, get back up, and go again. <laughs> fair enough. Um, well, we talked about, I think, everything else. Oh, Adama Traore. I just want to mention this before we go off the oh, air. Oh, this is wild. Did you hear about this? Yeah. He got called up to Mali, but he didn't show up. He went to Spain for international duty and will be playing on Saturday against Switzerland. What are your thoughts on Adama Traore, our boy, picking? Spain over Mali. Um, I think he made the right move. I think. Well, at the end of the day, it's what you feel, you know, with your heart. Mm-hmm. Right? So, here's my question to you. So, let's say you're a professional soccer player. We have dual passports. Do you go play for Iran or do you go play for USA? I will play for the team that will use me the most. What if they're both? What if you're a starter on both? If I'm good enough, I'd probably play for the U.S. Because they're the better team, perceived to be the better team. 
I would play for the USA, not because they're better necessarily, because um, you can argue that you, you could probably win yeah. just as much as you're in Iran. Maybe. Um, but just because I, I grew up here. Okay. And I have more American friends than Iranian. Right. Right. So a lot of the family that I talk to lives in America. I, I live here. I've lived here my whole... It's just, yeah. you know, I feel more affiliated with them. But that's just how I would take it. And maybe that's how he is with with Spain and Mali. But the thing is, though, with a guy like Adama Cherry, why do I feel like he'll play out? I mean, I think he'd be a star on Mali's team. Whereas on Spain, I think he's a bench player. Yeah, but like being a star on Mali. Maybe you'll win the, the drug cup either. of nations. You're talking about the, the country. <laughs> yep. Dude, Molly ain't winning shit in All African right. combinations. You and me both know this. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let us know. Rather what you go think. to Spain, party in fucking Barcelona, and be like, "Hey, man, I'm on the national team. Have a good time. Ball out with Isco and the boys. Isco. Get some thubs." Well, guys, let us know what you think about uh, Adama Traore's decision. Last thing I want to say, congratulations, Chris Hutton, the new uh, Nottingham Forest manager. Oh, wow, <laughs> I think that's the 95th team he's managing. You didn't, now. You didn't congratulate Ponovich on Reading. Okay, yeah. Okay, shout out to Velko Panovic, former Chicago Fire coach. Are they still unbeaten? Oof. They were unbeaten like a week ago. Or they? So, Reading, yeah. Red, I think they were the top of the championship. The, the Wait, Royals. did you know that? Did you know that they were the top? Well, let's take a look at the table. They're in second. They wow. have a perfect record. Seven, Seven goals. Goal Velko Panovic leading Reading to possibly the Premier League, mate. He wow. might be back. Some familiar faces. Bournemouth's in third. Yep. Bristol oh, City's in I first. Blackburn. Oh, hey, comment now with the new championship. Who you want? Oh. Who, what team? You know, what team teams you want to see come up, come back up, maybe come up for the first time. I know I'm a big Blackburn guy. So you want to see them come up? I want to see Blackburn, Birmingham City, and QPR come up. Okay. I want. Uh, Bre- oh, sorry, Millwall. I want Brentford, but they Millwall. sit in 15th. Millwall instead of QPR. Brentford. Give me Brentford. Give me still really. Yeah, I'm a big like, Brentford I the guy. Die. No, I like them. Let me. They got my. They Persian got rid of. You, they got rid of Barami though. That's fine. Ben Rama. They still have him. Oh. Oh. I'll bring that up in a second. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Brentford. Fuck. I don't know. Give me Preston. Shout out Patterson. And I Not want them. Noel? I want Birmingham up then. Yeah. I think everyone wants Birmingham back up. Yeah, Birmingham, Brentford. Ah, you know what, Millwall. Man, no love for our boy, the piano lad, Watford guy, John. Yeah, Elton John. Elton John. Yeah, because we've had enough of them. They stink. <laughs> they stink. Also, the last thing I want to note, teams can still get championship players until October 16th. So, Shout out Ben Father Rama. Jay. Ben Rama is available. Who Father Jay? Oh, yeah. His wedding day. <laughs> Oh, that's the day of our cousin's wedding that I, by the way, I'm now emceeing. I'm a groomsman and an emcee. Someone tell me how that's done, by the way. Man of all trades. And you're, a, and you're a, a fucking, what do you call it? I am a minister. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm not doing the wedding. They got a real guy for that. You do everything. <laughs> they got a real guy. Your resume is impressive. <laughs> it is. Uh, everything but DJ. Uh, so, guys. Now, you've DJed some parties. That's true. But, but, but here's what we got. You got Ben Rama. You've got Cantwell is available and Buendia. Buendia. <laughs> I really think these guys are good. And I think Premier League I'm, teams are going to get these I, guys. So I thought about this randomly because these things come to my head randomly. 
Why the fuck did Cantwell stay at Norwich? Did he sign a new contract to stay there? Uh, I'm not sure, but I honestly, if I'm... One million percent, he found a girl there and is like, I'm totally cool. If I'm Arsenal, I try to just get him for cheap, see what happens. Bro, why doesn't any team go after him? Like, I don't this know. Makes He's zero good. sense. He's good. He's an Arsenal fan. If I'm Arsenal, I go in for Todd Cantwell. I'd be happy with that. I think if, he'd be happy with that, too. If they paid, even if they paid 20, 25 million, I'd be happy. He's young. Yeah, I think anyone would be happy with that. <clears throat> All right. So with that said, anything else? That's a long I did ep- want to say something, but I forgot. <laughs> Shit. All right, guys. Let us know what you think at the Footy Corner 2. With that Hit said, me with Netflix suggestions, please. Oh yeah, Netflix suggestions. Uh, favorite tra- or best transfers, right? Are we going yeah. with team or players? I don't know, player. I'm stalling so I can see how Unai Emery did last week. Hit us with uh, your first vacation destination. What team does he manage now? Who? <laughs> that loser. Oh, Unai Emery. Um, Is it Valencia? No. Villarreal. Oh, yeah, Javi Gracia does Valencia. Did you know that? Maybe it's Villarreal. It is Villarreal. He actually faced off this week against uh, Simeone in a obviously nil-nil draw, as as predicted. We all know that Simeone loves his nil-nil draws. Why do people like Atletico Madrid? They are the bane of soccer. They're absolute trash. So let's go to Una. Let's take it to Unai Emery's eighth-place club, Valencia. I guess he did get eighth with Arsenal as well. So to Unai we go. For the sake of Atletico Madrid, a la Madrid, the real fucking real Madrid, um, aloha. Love you guys. Love you, Stitch. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening. 